Yo, 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 what's good, people? It's Bernie Bambi with that good man audio again. <laughs> yes, sir, we're back in the building. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. Yeah, it's just us. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and welcome to the download show. Um, so, yeah, welcome, welcome. Uh, we have done 20 <laughs> sound checks right now. <laughs> So uh, we are hoping for a very smooth ride. Smooth, no incidents, no incidents happening. Yeah, um, absolutely. R- <laughs> Real quick, can I just say something um, funny mm. that happened today before we jump into things? Mm, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, you know that I've recently, um, during like lockdown times, taken up uh, longboarding because <laughs> I've like regressed back into a 15 year old. Yep. Um, crisis. So I was <laughs> I was out today um, in like one of my local shopping centers, like car parks, whatever. And then um, I was just like, you know, chilling, like listening to music, mm-hmm. whatever. And then this like old white man like pulls up in this car um, and is just kind of like, oh, excuse me, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, what's up? And then he was like, oh, like I'm a photographer and like this is, I'm here with my student. Um, and uh, we're currently doing a series on, um, you know, like Shum-ho. this area and particularly like, I'm not going to say the name of the shopping center, but if you're from Northwest, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But of this shopping mm-hmm. center, um, would it be okay if we took some pictures of you? <laughs> and at this time, like I'd been skating for like an hour, like I look rough. I got my vaccine yesterday and it like been beating my mm. ass. Um, <laughs> so I was like, are you sure? Like I did not look very good right now. He was like, no, no, you look really cool. You look really cool. To be fair, the fit was, the fit was pretty tight. Okay. I can't lie. Um, <laughs> so, so I was just, kind of, so I was like, oh yeah, I, don't, I mean, I got the yellow board. I was, got the yellow and blue striped mm. thing at the Nike. Anyway, um, so I was like, oh, like, what was your name again? And he told me his name. So like, I Googled him on my phone and like, I checked out and he had like stuff in the National Gallery and everything. I was oh, like, okay, this guy's okay. legit. Um, so I was like, yeah, sure. So like they set up and everything and then yeah had me do some poses and stuff and um he t- <laughs> he took down my email he was like you know it's gonna be like a week before we get the negatives back because it was like a proper like one of those old school negatives? cameras that you, like, Damn. yeah it's like it's retro it took them like 10 okay. minutes to set up the camera like they Ooh. they had the massive amazing yeah and then it had like the you know the, the clicker thing that you hold in your hand and like yeah. you press it oh my yeah. gosh wow um so he was like yeah no that's amazing like we, he took my email like oh, we should get them get them back to you in like a week or so so so, um, mm. in addition to, uh, you know, video editor, podcaster, uh, PR manager, <laughs> I'm adding model to my um, portfolio. Oh, absolutely. Slash absolutely. CV. <laughs> Hopefully it's not used in some campaign, like get these blacks out of our streets. But um, yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Expecting endorsements from Nike and Apple. Oh, um, amen, I had my amen. Nike shorts and trainers and my AirPods. So they better run me some coins. He better oh, run me some coins, like but um, <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, that was something fun today. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, well, <laughs> amazing S. On that note, <laughs> let's uh, skate right in. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm not as good as the segways um, as you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, on that note, let's slide right into um, the download with our emerging artist. So have a listen to this. Oh, 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 oh,
that was Meron T and Say G with their track Daily. And uh, yeah, I was really, really feeling it. Um, I love the really soft intro and then the like whisper announcement of the song like Daily. I thought that was just a really cool way to kick off the track. Uh, off the bat, the production is amazing by mm-hmm. Seiji. Um, I really sure. love the mixture of the like acoustic hi hats with the like super amped up studio bass. So, um, yeah, sh- massive shout out to him. Loving Meronti's breathy falsetto at the beginning. Love the way she says, but I keep. I don't know, I just thought it was really cheeky, sultry. Um, also, you guys know I love a London accent on the track, so it was great to hear that. Um, lyrically, love the way the track explores like themes of unrequited love. We love a bit of that. And yeah, the male vocal uh, coming in an octave below really helps to belly the track. Um, so yeah, overall, I just really, really enjoyed it. For me personally, I just I just got like a vibe from it. And so maybe uh, while there weren't maybe too many little elements that I could pick out like, oh yeah, this part and that part, I feel like it all just came together really well to just give like a really chill vibe to it. So um, yeah, really enjoyed the track. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, just very, you know, very pleasing to the ear, just nice vibes chilled like just kind of like the sultry kind of vocals coming in and everything and yeah like you said i also enjoy a london accent on um on track so that was fun um but yeah no so really nice tune nice tune so thank you so much to them for that Mm -hmm. yeah really cool understated tune um there's also a b-side to it called crazy out Mm, of love so also check that out but yeah you can find um them on insta at mez the hun M-E-Z-T-H-E-H-U-N on Insta. Um, so yeah, go check them out. Also, we had a listener send in a track for us to check out. Um, it was by an artist called Sean, and they sent in their track, Only You Can Do It. And yeah, no, it was a really cool sound. Um, it was definitely giving me like Radiohead vibes. So um, yeah, it's really cool to see you on your journey. And uh, yeah, I'll be keeping an eye on you. And yeah, we'll add that to the download playlist as well, so you guys can check it out as well. Yes, sir. Awesome. So now we're going to jump into the download, which is our music segment where we discuss new tracks, stuff Mm -hmm. we're feeling, um, all that good music stuff. So um, in terms of what I wanted to shout out this week... um, I I mean, the song is old, but um, recently uh, Doja Cat dropped the video for Streets and uh, it had um, coffee sorbet in it. And oh, mm. woo. Mm. She ate. Yeah, yeah. She ate. This she when I said did. before, after <laughs> when we were talking about Doja, like in the first episode and stuff, when I said the girls are not doing it like her, which is part mm. of why, even if, you know, she's a bit quirky mm-hmm. and a bit weird. And um, I mean, yeah, all the kind of... Um, anti-black stuff has uh, been yeah, debunked yeah i'm over um, now. <laughs> the, the feet in racial chat room <laughs> yeah she's showing feet in racial although that is still hilarious um hilarious as a line she's showing feet in racial chat rooms <laughs> yeah. um the girls aren't doing it like her like mm. creatively mm-hmm. conceptually like in terms mm-hmm. of sound production mm. like she's just very versatile and the fact that she's such a fucking weirdo just adds to her appeal and like just the vibe of her music yeah i can't Absolutely. really explain but yeah no she's she's dope i really mm. enjoyed that video um and like um what is that lyric uh 
oh yeah <laughs> just the line damn papa you a rare breed no comparing <laughs> and it's motherfucking yeah, scary yeah, yeah. has been living yeah, in my head yeah. rent free yeah, for yeah, months yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like and one of the chickens trying to get in my coop and it's just, it's just Ooh. funny Ooh. Yeah, she's just she's funny playful. um so yeah that was a dope. yeah mm-hmm. very playful um so yeah i enjoyed um and then i also just wanted to shout out uh Giveon. Um, his, I think it was an yeah, album. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was an EP or something, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, his project, uh, when it's all said and done, take mm-hmm. time. Just very, mm-hmm. very good. Uh, I've mentioned before, like I love mm-hmm. Giveon. Um, he just has such a beautiful, like soulful, just emotive voice. Um, of course, Heartbreak Anniversary is on there, which is you know a classic. Um, World We Created, I also really enjoy. Um, but yeah, there's loads of there's loads of really good songs mm-hmm. on there. So. Um, I will throw some tracks on the download playlist, but um, yeah, big, big well done to him. Um, and I'm just happy to, happy to see, sorry, that he's been doing bits recently <clears throat> and um, just getting more like mainstream recognition, mm. which is dope. So yeah. Also, I wanted to shout out a few things as well. Um, <coughs> Nora and Vula dropped an EP recently um, and uh, it was like a reworking of some of her tracks but there was a brand new track on there called I'm Still Waiting, which I adore. I'm a big Lauren Vula fan. So um, I will chuck that on the download playlist as well. Um, also, uh, Central C, a like emerging rapper, drill rapper at the moment. He dropped his album Wild West, uh, which is quite cool. A couple cool tracks on there. I'll put some of my favorite on there as well. Um, and also finally, <laughs> Look, I can't lie, uh, Selena Gomez. <laughs> dropped. You are those people who are keeping her streams going. That's the thing. She actually like it's you. She's doing well. Like she does well. She gets them streams. Yeah, I know. Like, in the she high does millions. because of people like you. <laughs> no, this thing. I wouldn't even call myself a Gomez fan or what? What do they call themselves? Selena. No, I mean, she's I got some books. But um, I don't know what they. Got come and know. get it. I enjoyed. Very, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, enjoyed that. It's a classic banger. Very good song. Banger. Um, what else is there? I mean, I think that's about it. <laughs> but she dropped her EP, um, her first Spanish-speaking project, Revelación. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was like a little reggaeton joint. Mm. And you know what? I think she actually got in her bag. I enjoyed I really, it. Really I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I listened to it today. Yeah, yeah it was right. Yeah, was right. it was really cool. I feel like this is probably the best project she's put out. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm laughing because I know this girl cannot speak Spanish. <laughs> like, I just know it. Um, I mean, she, I think she's actually come out and said it like, oh yeah, like my mom's Italian, my dad's Mexican, but yeah, I don't speak Spanish. But you know, it's something I'm, you know, looking into and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm glad she's, you know, getting in touch with her roots. Um, and yeah, and that was a really cool um, project. So I will add a couple of my favorites to the download playlist as well. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's, I think... Uh, I saw it on my Spotify today. Um, I feel like Justin Bieber has just dropped his thingy, but I haven't listened to it yet. Um, Ooh, so I'll probably talk me. about it next week. Um, mm-hmm. But I did see like this clip um, of him. I think, what was the song called? Something about peaches. Um, I think he's getting back into his light skin Bieber bag. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, I'll give it, I'll give it a shot. I enjoyed Justin Bieber's music generally. For the most part, yeah. Um, okay. When he starts throwing hissy fits about not being nominated for like best R&B album, then you know, <laughs> it's a different story. But like generally, musically speaking, like mm. I, I don't mind the Biebs. Um, So yeah, I'll probably talk about that mm. 
next episode um mm. but yeah i think that's us good on that for today actually one last oh. thing yeah um i saw today lana del rey oh <laughs> dropped her new album oh like, no. chemtrail over oh the country no, club because actually we we mentioned the single um, yeah yeah i was gonna a say a couple episodes back and we enjoyed it yeah. um so you know I, i've said i always check out alana del rey joint when it drops and I can't even lie, I've actually been recently re-listening to her stuff. Like I'm doing this thing where like every time I have a shower at night, I just listen to a new album. Well, not even a new album, sorry, an old album from, you know, my collection just to revisit it. Mm. And I decided to revisit Lana Del Rey's work. And you know what? I don't agree with her politics, but that girl can write a tune. I'm sorry, she can. And I can't lie, guys, there is a tribute coming up soon. Oh my, no. <laughs> So I'll make it brief. I'll make it brief, but it needs to be done. We do need to put a little bit of respect on my girl's name. So yeah, I will listen to that album and report back next week. Or I next purposely episode. was like, I'm not going to do an Ariana Grande tribute because I know this nigga is going to sit here the entire time, like, mm-hmm, eye rolling and shit. But okay, it's as well. It's as well. Yeah, no, yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. It's cool. I look forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so yeah, is that is that everything on the download? I believe so. Sweet. Okay, so um, now we're going to jump into the lowdown, which is our pop culture segment, mm-hmm. where we discuss um, trending topics, TL shenanigans, um, trash, uh, all that good stuff. So, um, NGL this week has been. Yeah, it's a little bit here, but yeah, mm. it's it's been a bit dry. Um, so mm. you know, we might get out of the studio in like. Um, a decent amount of time. time I say studio I'm literally <laughs> in my living room um, but yeah. uh, so first off just want to say um, congrats to Elliot Page who was the first trans man on the cover of Time magazine yeah, yeah. which was dope uh, love to see it cute I can't even yeah know. right <laughs> a little haircut and stuff mm-hmm. um, so yeah I haven't actually I've, I have the article open um, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet but I will read it um, but mm. yeah no it was just really nice to see and um you know, I, I enjoy Elliot Page as a person and they are one of my like unproblematic whites um, generally. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. Mm. Love, love all good things for, for them. Um, so, uh, <laughs> okay, first, I just have a quick question. Mm. Who is Fiona Apple? Um, isn't she... I don't know her. Um, <laughs> like I, but I see her name about. I see her name bears, about a lot. Bears, and I think I've tried a couple of times. Didn't personally resonate with me, but um, yeah, I've definitely seen her name about. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I was just I. I'm, I'm the, the next topic's the Grammys, but I she won um, best uh, mm-hmm. best rock performance and best alternative music album, um, and I was just like, who is this lady? I keep seeing her name about and stuff, and. Um, mm. or like mm. variations of her name so I know someone has like you know Fiona Applebottoms um, is that is that Jibuchi? I can't remember um, I like that <laughs> uh, but yeah no um, so yeah the Grammys happened um, mm. that was fun um, okay so like just, just first and foremost we have to get into it mm-hmm. you guys need to realise I have been saying this for a minute but mm. people seem to be late to party like late to catch up Blue Ivy Carter is that girl. Oh, she's mate, not your mate. Mate, mate. She's not your comrade. She's not your. She's not your she's friend. Not your she's not mate. some small girl. No, no. Mm. She is that person. There we go. So 
the legend, the prodigy herself, mm-hmm. recently at the Grammys, mm-hmm. won um, a Grammy at the tender age of nine years old. And didn't even turn um, up. <laughs> listen, she sent her, <laughs> she sent those other two to collect her award for her. <laughs> she was like, I have things to do. Um, no, she didn't, she didn't have time for that. Um, mm. The Grammys, ghetto. But, uh, <laughs> so um, uh, best uh, music video was awarded to Brown Skin Girl um, mm. with uh, Beyonce, um, at Blue Ivy and featuring Wizkid. Mm-hmm. And I just love, Beyonce posted some pictures of like her the Grammy. Did you see them? No, I didn't. Oh, you should check them out. They're so cute. She's basically like holding the Grammys and she's got like a little straw in them and it looks like she's like drinking Aww. something out of them. <laughs> and she's got like a little braids and like she's got braces and stuff and she's just so adorable. Oh, um, bless her. Just like, I remember when that kid was born. I know, so right? Wait, I know. how old is she? She ain't that old. She's nine. She's nine. Damn, that's kind of young. Braces. I mean, not to judge, but I don't think I've ever seen a nine-year-old with braces before. I mean, hey, go on. Get your life. (laughs) (laughs) She rich, I don't know. Um, But yeah, no, I I remember when that kid was born, like, vividly. Mm. So it's just so crazy to see her. I remember when the bump debuted at the VMAs. Yeah, love on top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, um, congrats to the young madam. Um, Um, and then on to her mother. Um, you know mm-hmm. what? One of my, <laughs> one of the things like little like Mimi slash just kind of cultural, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what the, the, the word is, but just little like trends that I enjoy with the yeah. hive is that mm-hmm. the only time they will like slag off Beyonce is to like big up Blue Ivy and it's just hilarious. Oh, yeah, and they'll yeah, call yeah, her like yeah, yeah. Blue Ivy's assistant or like, you know, Blue yeah. Ivy's mama yeah. or like that lady <laughs> she lives with. <laughs> It's just fucking joke. Like, Kid Fury and Chris are dragging. Yeah, Beyonce yeah, I love Ivy. it. I live, I love live. It, yeah. Call her, her assistant. Yeah, I saw a tweet. It was just kind of like Blue Ivy at nine, a Grammy, Beyonce at nine, like empty space. Catch up. Catch Wasn't up. Was she losing some singing competition? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear um. me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, shout out to B. Uh, mm-hmm. So she won, um, but, 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 so yeah, best R&B performance for Black Parade. Yeah. Um, also, uh, her and Meg um, won for a best rap performance for yeah. the Savage remix, mm-hmm. which was dope. Mm-hmm. And just like a side thing on that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one, after <laughs> after um, she accepted the award with like Meg and stuff, it yeah. was just hilarious <laughs> to see Meg just... <laughs> Danning on stage. Low key awkward as well because, like, if it was like, and this is kind of how I felt about the Grammys, I feel like it was just a bit of an awkward ceremony because there just wasn't enough people to like clap and laugh. I saw little clips online. Yeah. Like, you know, like Megan's there, like, fangirling, like, laughing and shit. And if it was like a crowd full of people, you know, everyone would have been kiki with it. But it was just like 10 other people. So they were just like, and Taylor Swift clapping, like, vociferously. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just clapping like a seal. Yep. <laughs> she was like, "Listen, I'm gonna shut those racist rumors down now. Oh, yeah, I am yeah, clapping yeah. for the negresses. <laughs> Watch me." <laughs> uh, but no, Meg killed me because she was just saying, like, you know, like I, I didn't want to forget anyone, and like I had a whole list, and then she mm. literally like, thank God, Beyonce. And like Jay Z for putting on Rock Nation, <laughs> and then just stand. Um, and I just found it hilarious yeah. that she was like, you know, the first time I listened to Destiny's Child was in like a rodeo in Houston. I was rodeo, like, oh my god, you lost so country. I right. love it. I love it. I love them. Um, mm. That was adorable. And then the mm. second thing was um, 
when they're about to get off stage. Yeah. And then Trevor Noah was like, wait, and Beyonce's face. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, oh no, what the fuck are they going to make no. me do? It was like, <laughs> like, you know, like be ever poised. Like she even managed to stop herself before she stepped off the stage. Like Megan yeah, took a step yeah. off, be had to pull it yeah. back up. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that facial expression. It's my new um, DP. It was just like, oh, it's so I was funny. Like, Leave like, me alone. Beyonce, you knew this was gonna happen. It's you. I mean, yeah. Like, I feel like she would not have come to the Grammys if she didn't know she was gonna win some sort. Oh of, yeah, 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 absolutely. Some sort of award. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the thing was, um, she uh was now she's now the most awarded female artist in Grammy history. Um, with mm-hmm. twenty eight. Although it should be more. Um, we haven't forgotten the lemonade snub. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's tied with um Quincy mm-hmm. Jones. Um, but yeah, most awarded female mm-hmm. artist. So um, yeah, and also yeah, she had uh, she was the most nominated artist at the twenty twenty one ceremony mm-hmm. with nine nominations. So no album you know, out <laughs> over here. <laughs> Fifty K for reverse, no album out. Um. And uh, just to shout out some other um, folks who won mm-hmm. some awards. Uh, so yeah, Beyonce um, won Best R&B Performance for mm-hmm. Black Parade. Um, Meg won Best New Artist. Um, also just shout out to Chica. She was also nominated in that category. And I love Chica. If you don't know Chica, like check her out. She's dope. Um, really awesome rapper. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, Best Rap Song, Savage um, by Megan. Best global music album, Uncle Burner, <laughs> with twice as tall. Although I feel like, as we said before, like African Giant was definitely better. Absolutely, but, you know. yeah. It kind of annoys me when that happens. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but, we'll, we'll you know. come to like out, like yeah, because we do need to talk about Taylor as well in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) Best uh, melodic rap performance, Lockdown by Anson Pack, which I enjoyed. Uh, Best pop duo, um, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, Rain On Me. Um, Shout out to the gays um, for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Best pop vocal album, um, Dua Lipa with Future Nostalgia. And just quick, pull over Skirt Skirt. Mm. I love that the internet bullied Dua Lipa into being a good performer because like <laughs> do you remember like she's, videos from like a few years a ago she's, yeah. she's, she's she's just you know she's a stepped up she's put some time in for sure it's just that because she <laughs> that wasn't even putting before so literally you know, the fact she's putting in effort Growth. <laughs> you know that tweet it's just like i just love her lack of her lack of energy like mm. go girl give us nothing <laughs> just that little like hip swivel um yeah i, I watched the the julie for performance um and not gonna lie i mean i posted a, a video a tiktok to our story but mm. i was looking um <laughs> She's, you know, she's pretty. She's, yeah, for sure. She's beautiful. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, great, great gowns, great performance. Um, mm-hmm. Best, uh, best dance recording um, to Kate Trinata with ten percent feeling mm. catch, featuring Kelly Uchis, mm-hmm. Yeza, and he also won um, best dance Don't electronic album. album with Bubba. Mm-hmm. Yes, love so that, was that awesome. album. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. Um, best rock song, um, "Stay High" by Brittany mm-hmm. Howard. Shout out to yes, her. Yes. Um, best progressive R&B album Thundercat it is what it is I really enjoyed the album um, uh, last year um, and mm. I, I enjoy Thundercat a lot so well deserved um, and then just the performances I did you watch the um, the Cardi B um, performance? yeah I did actually I saw that one <laughs> what do you think? Um, I mean 
I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to lip sync at the Grammys, especially if you're a rapper. Come on. Like, all you mm. have to do is just not get out of breath. <laughs> but, She's dancing you know, and throwing ass choreography, and stuff. Choreography was on point. Um, <laughs> and her and Megan had a good time. The little flip, so, bro. Yeah. Wait, what flip? You know when they were like lying down and then they did like the little like flip around Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the like social distance scissoring kind of yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that social distance <laughs> I liked a bit of that Scissor- scissoring is a thing okay says the person who has lesbian sex yeah <laughs> no man Ain't they, no, what do they call it I'm, what, no, trimming two they, they, there we go trimming yeah. it's a thing I mean yeah, yeah. I'm not massive one, but yeah no, it's, it's a thing um, yeah. <laughs> social distancing sorry that sent me um, <laughs> but uh, yeah her still mad I think Candace Owens and her fried edges were talking about you know it's the sign of the American empire declining and I said oh, amen to that, that. that's all it took <laughs> yeah, right. love to see it love to see it um, <laughs> and uh, yeah just the, the performance um, Anderson Pack and Bruno um, with Leave the Door Open just mm. the Jackson 5 vibes I mm-hmm. we spoke about mm-hmm. the song I think last episode yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just great song, great performance. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Um, mm. And also, just Doja. I really hope you are free from the shackles of say so. Oh yeah, because um, I know she's <laughs> I sick think of she that said song. It. She was like, yeah, I'm I think she did. Done. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Done. To be fair, she has um, rinsed that song. Yeah, she's reworked it, rejigged it, remixed Lit- yeah. it. Like, she did, did you like see that like Evanescence? Yes. No. Yeah, I, I love that. As someone who like used to it bang out really Evanescence cool. and all that, man. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So um, yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, go on. Did you want to talk about Quickly, um, Taylor. that lady? Um, and this is the thing, actually. I actually, you know, we spoke about Folklore and Evermore. Yeah, we, we enjoyed We them. didn't mind them. They, they were good albums. Um, yeah. And I think I could have been able to stomach her winning this year if she hadn't already won for two years terrible albums um <laughs> folklore like we said it was a good album but that 1989 was it 1989 i can't remember 87 1989 was the album. it was yeah what i'm sorry for the mere fact alone that it had shake it up shake it off whatever the fuck that was wait are you, are you gonna slag off 1989 <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna lie, I do like that. Album. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a fan of Shake It Off, but no, wait, let me. I'm gonna pull up. You, you keep talking. I'm gonna pull up the tracklist. I'm sorry, she did not deserve a Grammy album of the year. Yeah, I don't, I don't think like, it deserved that a Grammy. A I'll wi- say that. A win that white women did not need. I will say that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like again, I yeah, I just wish they hadn't already, already won it twice and like beaten so many amazing albums for like you know white mediocrity. <laughs> However, this she was very much in her bag with folklore, um, mm. but yeah, I just I just can't be happy for her because of those first two words <laughs> that she just didn't deserve. I want to be happy for her, but I can't. I just can't. <laughs> but yeah, vengeance. Um, yeah, I just pulled up the track list. Yeah, welcome to New York. I like. I'm, I'm not gonna. Lie, I like style. Um, out of the woods, all you had to do was stay. Uh, Wildest dreams. Okay, there's not that many songs I like on this album. To be fair, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't. Yeah, definitely didn't deserve a Grammy, but. I didn't hate the project. Um, but yeah, no, I feel you. I hear but, you. Know, yeah. <laughs> Congrats anyway. to her. Apparently, I think Beyonce wrote her like a note or something after the Grammys. I saw a story. I didn't actually oh, yeah. read it. I just saw a headline. Um, okay. So and that's nice Cute. for her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, okay. So 
I'm sorry to have to tell you this. I don't know if you've heard. Um, mm-hmm. I think this just came out today. Um, Quavo and Sweetie are no more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Love is a lie. No, I'm joking. Don't. It right? Please don't. Oh, that's don't. sad. Did he cheat? No, people what are actually saying that. People are actually saying that love doesn't exist because I'm like, guys, get a grip, please. <laughs> it's like when Sasha and Crep broke up and people are like, oh my God, love isn't real. Like, um, what did he so do? there have been suggestions <laughs> that there have has been infidelity involved. So she said, um, tweet, uh, tweet, <laughs> sweetie, <laughs> tweet, um, sweetie tweeted, uh, today as of recording, um, I'm single. I've nah. endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Presents don't band aid mm-hmm. scars, and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. Uh, well, I emotionally well. checked out a long time ago and mm. walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom, excited for this new chapter of elevation. Well, so she took her Tessie and she left. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unequivocally. Well, then me goes niggas. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's left? So there's Offset. No one. Uh, what's the other oh, one? Oh, well, Offset and Cardi. <laughs> Take off. Take off. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he's I don't just know anything about that one. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, Quavo just gave me sweetheart vibes. He did. That's the thing, man. Young niggas. I'm sure in he was giving game, other women sweetheart just, vibes as well. <laughs> they just don't settle down. It's like, why would I? They don't settle down their primes. It's, you know. Oh, well. Good luck to her. She's a beautiful woman. She'll be fine. On to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she'll be she'll be more than fine. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I didn't really want to talk. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Stacey Dash can like kick rocks. So uh, I I love the film Clueless um, mm. and the character of Dion. Mm-hmm. I like to pretend the actress who played Dion um, does not, you know. Exist is not as she is, yeah. Um, Gabriel so Union likes to pretend she doesn't exist either. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Stacy Dash recently came out and said that the Trump gravy train is officially over, so I need to try and get back in with the Negroes. Right. Um, absolutely, I'm That's so it. sorry, guys, I didn't mean it. Um, it was a crazy time, mm. but you know. I'm not about that MAGA shit anymore <laughs> and um, I'm just looking to move on with my life mm, so I yeah. hope you can forgive me and we can yeah. move forward thank you so much um, also like check yeah, out these no. products um, I'm sorry I'm being sponsored no. for you okay. you cannot she can kick rocks you cannot hoe out your blackness for Fox News <laughs> no, and then come back black. like what's that niggas no that kind of coonery is the ultimate crime I think Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um we'll never accept you. We'll never accept you. Um and that's the thing, like you you accepted that your blackness was like for hire, which is cool. A lot of people, you know, monetize their blackness. <laughs> but when you like do that so that you can then weaponize your blackness against other black people, mm-hmm. right? There's no coming back from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Gabriel Union don't fuck with you, we don't fuck with you. Black Aunt Viv don't fuck with you. The black dress. <laughs> and if anyone can revoke your black card, it is Black Aunt Viv. <laughs> so, <laughs> bye. Um, nah, no time for it. No time for it. <sighs> I, yeah, I don't have anything for her. I, you know what? Like one thing mm. or like one subset of people that just 
great me like the most just to like it, it evokes like a visceral reaction from me is coons mm. and like paid coons coons for hire yeah. you are like the worst yeah. of the worst mm-hmm. i am um, you know i always think of that um <laughs> that uh i don't know if you've seen the interview of um uh monique when she was on the breakfast club um and like at the end she was just like dragging charlemagne <laughs> and she was like it was like when when we watched that movie birth of a nation mm. and we see that man <laughs> walk his wife into the master's house and when we watched him go back and get him, that's you. <laughs> and the way she points at him, it's too thick. <laughs> no, I, I enjoy Monique. She's fucking jokes. I'm not boycotting Netflix, but she's hilarious. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> Although they've upped their prices recently, so I need to kick some freeloaders off my account. Um, but yeah, no, point being, um, Coons for Hire, you guys, mm. ugh, it just... the. I don't know if it makes I think yeah it definitely makes it worse if you like don't actually believe what you're saying and it's literally just for money like you're still yeah. you would still be wayward if you just like had these opinions and these thoughts that you know black people are the problem and we're just lazy and you know we need yeah, to like yeah, pull yeah. ourselves up by the bootstraps etc etc mm-hmm. but the fact that you mm-hmm. literally are like doing the most and people like I think Stacey Dash got fired from Fox News um, yeah. you will like go beyond that even the racists are like oh okay you're doing a bit too much so mm-hmm. yeah, I I don't have anything for her. Um, she said apparently the the Jan six um riots at the Capitol was like the turning point for her, where she was like, oh, I don't know <laughs> oh, about these okay. guys anymore. <laughs> that I was like, that that was the turn. not Charlottesville, not like yeah. the mm. how many hundreds of years right. of <laughs> right wingers mm. in in the United States. Mm. That okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, Godspeed to that lady. Mm. Okay, what else we got? Um. Okay, so I haven't, like, NGL, I haven't paid too much attention to the uh, fallout after the whole Sharon Osbourne thing. Um, I did watch that uh, Entertainment Tonight interview. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you want to take this one? Uh, sure. So, uh, so yeah, last week we uh, briefly, you know, mentioned that Sharon Osbourne was moving a bit mad on bit. TL. <laughs> Um, by saying she stands with Piers Morgan and saying that he has a right to share his truth. I'm sorry, Piers Morgan does not have a truth. <laughs> In it, like he's all, some like... <laughs> right? Downtrodden, oppressed. Like, right? Just yeah, screaming no out against the man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, we, we spoke about that and I really thought that would be the end of the matter. <laughs> then my girl proceeds to go onto um, some show called The Talk mm, yeah, yeah. Um, in the US. And uh, basically, you know, she was being asked some very reasonable questions and she went out of her white ass mind. <laughs> like, she was like screaming, was pointing the finger. Like she was like, don't yelling. you dare cry. I should be crying. Mm. She was like, how can I be a racist? Me, a white woman. It was white woman <laughs> weaponizing tears on steroids. Like... Oh my, I, like, are you serious? Like, mm, you were born mm, in the, what, the 50s, 40s, and you're telling me, how can I be racist? <laughs> it was jarring. No, no, no. I, sorry, just what, mm, what really just pissed me mm, off about that video, just quickly, um, 
was the fact that the um, I can't I can't remember the name of the um the Cheryl. black was it Cheryl the Under black woman yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah she was just like very calmly like trying to explain thank and was being so like literally much. coddling her and thank just, you so we do this all the time, all the time. like she was like I'm not saying you're oh, racist okay. you're my friend but yeah, I'm trying yeah, to explain yeah, 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 and then yeah. of course Sharon's coming with Vim and like tearing yeah. up and like, oh yeah, I should yeah, be yeah. the one yeah. it's just like literally black women will be speaking like a child's tone super calm yeah and then they will be acting like we're like attacking them and flogging them and like. It was just, it was so jarring. It was so jarring. Yeah. But yeah, no, sorry, carry on. I'm so happy that you were like frustrated with Cheryl because I really was as well. Like, you know, I saw people tweeting like, oh, congrats to Cheryl, hats off, staying no. calm, blah, blah, blah. No, actually, mad. I think she should have come with Vim and energy. Sometimes be aggressive. They're going to call you aggressive anyway. Yeah. Come with Vim. Nah. And no one, and like, no one was calling her out. And that's what I didn't like. Not even the audience. No one booed nothing. <laughs> and actually, she needed to be checked there. She didn't need, you know, compassion and love and understanding, blah, blah, blah. Like, and the thing is, like, although it's it so is violent, definitely man. not anybody's um, job to educate mm. Sharon Educate Osborne me. Educate me. <laughs> right? <laughs> though it is no one's job, if she had just said that in a different without the hysterics there could have been space for a conversation mm. but the way she was screaming was at these women was it was ridiculous um and so yeah then you know she then goes on and releases her apology that somebody else wrote for her <laughs> and you know all oh, people of color this and blah 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 mm. and then she then went and did an entertainment tonight like yeah. you know sort of expose like aftermath <laughs> interview that interview wasn't and entertaining she basically I that. was like i was set up <laughs> i'm sorry no one can set you up to be a racist okay <laughs> you cannot be set up to be a racist like a sniper operation like, they were like Recording. racist say what and you were like what <laughs> 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 no 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 if someone asks you very reasonable questions and you come out looking like a racist that's absolutely on you um so yeah man like we were just dragging her daughter last week yeah <laughs> and yeah the apple doesn't fall far from the tree but i actually think it was worse than the pierce shit i actually think it was worse what what kelly's no um sharon like oh yeah no it was awful in terms of just like ugliness it, it was, was it was violent it was violent like mm, i i was mm. like i was angered when i saw that i was like what the fuck is this i mm. so yeah obviously like she stuck her foot in it and um yeah during the entertainment tonight interview um first mm. thing she said that pissed me off was just like you know i've never heard or like seen Piers do anything racist like he's never done anything yeah. racist in my company mm. or like well, duh girl like again mm. it's like white people you do not have the right to tell us like what is and isn't racist yeah. Yeah. You mm. huh? And I mean, well, we know that, you know, they do talk amongst themselves sometimes, but just because he's not like, yeah. you know, saying shit in front of you doesn't mean he isn't saying shit or doing yeah. shit or like we mm-hmm. literally saw him on national TV mm. like spout this stuff yeah. like day after day. So there was that. And then yeah, yeah apparently like Leah Remini said that um see Sharon, she really this is why when you go yeah. do clownery, the clown bites back caping for Piers Morgan mm-hmm. so Leah Remini said that apparently mm. Sharon would call um, Julie Chen um, who's Asian uh, wanton and slanty eyes mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Holly Robertson Pete said that Sharon got her fired for being too quote unquote ghetto mm-hmm. um, and even if we just look at like 
I mean, I know, like I said in a previous episode that, you know, <laughs> before 2012, people just used to say some absolutely wild shit and yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just very normal. Um, it mm-hmm. wasn't like correct, but it was just normal. But mm-hmm. you will see clips of X Factor in like 2005, 2006, 2007. And she yeah. just says some wild, mm. wild shit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I remember it was a few months ago, like um, some clips of Sharon got resurfaced on the TL from like years ago on X Factor. And she just... Yeah, I mean, well, this woman's 68. So, like, yeah, yeah. it's not unbelievable to think that she would say some, like, even if the, right. you know, the classic thing, like, they don't think they're racist because, you know, they don't mm. think black people should be, like, in chains, but yeah, they all... Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to hate the colour of my skin to be racist. And that's the thing that she <laughs> that's doesn't what they quite understand. <laughs> that's like, what they think like, it oh, is. That's what they think it is. Like, how can you not be racist? <laughs> You're an old white lady. <laughs> and she's asking us, how an can English I be one. racist? Like, an English do you know one. how hard you'd have to fight to not be racist? Bro. <laughs> my goodness. Nah. So, and she's like, mm. she, she's not really remorseful. Because she's even no. like, she's, you know, described herself as like another victim of cancel, cancel culture. culture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The work no, brigade man. got her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. But on racist, um, this <laughs> was, uh, this made me laugh. Um, so the uh, former CEO, um, John Schnatter. Um, former CEO of Papa John's. Um, I don't know if you remember a couple years ago, he um, had to step down slash got fired because he was caught um, or he admitted to using the, well, I was going to say the N word. Like <laughs> He said nigger on, um, <laughs> so I was just reading from the article and it said the N word. I'm like, oh, I'm like, cool. Well, you use um, one of your privileges. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, this is what makes white people shake. I'm like, oh, why can't I say it? Um, <laughs> he admitted to using the word nigger on a conference call um, in 2018 and uh, recently it's just come out that he said he literally he had the Camilla Caballo treatment um, oh my he gosh. has been um, working for the last 20 months to 20 remove the months. n-word from his vocabulary <laughs> um, he said he's been working over the last uh, two years to ensure he removes all racist language from his vocab um, we've had three goals for the last 20 months mm. uh, Schnatter oh said to get rid of this n-word in my vocabulary and dictionary and everything else because it's wait, just not wait, true wait, wait, figure wait, out wait, how wait. they did this and get on with my life <laughs> wait, is this verbatim yes this is a quote no this is a quote oh, to get rid my. of this n-word in my vocabulary and dictionary and everything else because it's just not true oh. figure out um, how they did this and get on with my life and to figure out the figure out bit he's basically talking about the fact that apparently they like made him step down or fired him or whatever without doing a proper investigation and you know oh my um, he's not racist and etc etc um he has no history of racism okay mate um, i bet if we went onto your yeah. iphone autocorrected <laughs> <laughs> change anything begin with n to nigger i'm sure <laughs> Hard E-R, damn it. <laughs> and it will even spell it N-I-G-G-A. They'll be like, did you mean E-R? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, that just killed me. Because just the fact that people are literally like going to, I mean, if it actually works, I guess, great. The fact yeah. that we're making money off of this, yeah, but people are but... actually going to like school to learn not to be racist. Damn right. And not just like, you know, decolonizing stuff and you're learning about critical race theory, just learning not to say slurs. <laughs> I <laughs> so he's like, wait wait one more time teach how do I not say that <laughs> okay but well, what if they're my friend <laughs> <laughs> 
So I just saw this this guy oh, just committed a crime, gosh. so I'm not allowed to. Okay, okay, cool. All right, got you, got you, got you, got you. And, but if, if it's in a song, if, if I'm listening to Jay Z, okay, no, not then. All right, cool. It seems What's unfair, up, but uh, okay, all right, okay, I guess. But why do they get to? Oh, okay, all right, fine. Mess. Um, so yeah, that that tickled me. So uh, yeah, I think that's us good. On uh, I think this might be our shortest shortest oh, slowdown wow. yet. Wow, amazing! Yeah, I told you, there's not. <laughs> to be mm. honest, yeah, the meat and potatoes is really like uh, the damn lies, and um, mm. yeah, let's just say it's been a shitty Women's History Month. Um, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I was but gonna we'll, like say it again we'll at the beginning of the show, and I was like, doesn't quite. No, feel. it's gone. It's over. It's done. <laughs> it's know? finished. It's yeah. over. Mm. <laughs> I, it's like literally like you know <laughs> it literally feels like every um like during american black history month in like february literally mm-hmm. like day one there'll just be some absolute fuckery mm-hmm. and my one of my mm-hmm. favorite lines is during black history month it right. kills me <laughs> but literally so yeah that yeah. kind of trajectory already started but yeah no it's been mm. excuse me um yeah even just from like a uk yeah it yeah we'll get mm. there but um yeah, yeah no that's us done yeah. on that um okay. so sweet awesome so now we're going to jump into Dear Download, which is our mm-hmm. listener letter segment mm-hmm. where we answer queries, dilemmas, any sort of, you know, things people would like us to talk about. Um, if you would like to get in touch, feel free to email us at deardownlow at gmail.com or you can use the um, anonymous link, uh, Google link on our link tree. Or for Gen Z and that, you can <laughs> um, do our Q&A on TikTok. Um, we still need to um, put that out and get back to them. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, uh, if you have any questions, please do get in touch. We enjoy hearing from you guys. Um, so yeah, uh, what's happening okay. this week? Uh, we've got two. I mean, I guess we can do both of the letters then since uh, the lowdown was so short. Yeah. So uh, we've got this first letter here. You've put your name in here, but I mean, it kind of feels like you want us to use your name. <laughs> but I would say just give a fake name. Just in case. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to call you, oh, I can't think of any more pet names. You got a pet name for me? Pet name? Um, sugar. Sugar. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay. So, dear Download, my name's Sugar. <clears throat> I'm a 20... 20- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 22-year-old student from West London, and I have become obsessed with your podcast, I only started listening a few days ago and I have been getting through two to three episodes a day (laughs) and I am not looking forward to when I eventually finish them all and will have to wait for the next one like everyone else. Oh, what a babe. Um, I've been recommending the podcast to all my friends, so hopefully you'll get even more fans. If not, they're all snakes and I don't claim them. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Sugar. Energy. Yes, that's the energy. I love you. Thank you. Um, Anyway, on to the crux of this email. <clears throat> I can't stand my mum's partner. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. This man is not a bad man. He's generally quite unproblematic for a white cishet British man in his 50s. Mm. <laughs> he treats my mum so well and they have a very loving relationship together. But that has not stopped him from being the most boring, stupidest man I've ever met. <laughs> for context, he met my mum while I was away at uni and moved into our house a while ago. 
but I only met him properly and started living with him this time last year because of lockdown. Mm. So I've lived with him in the house oh, for a year on and off. <laughs> um, every single conversation I've ever had with this man, he always, and I mean every single time, makes it a conversation about himself because that's the only area he has Ugh. any substantial knowledge in. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and, and when he's talking about himself, telling us some useless, pointless story that we're all forced to fake laugh at, he speaks so goddamn slowly, it actually makes me want to end it all there and then. I have had more interesting conversations with the pigeons outside and with this man. <laughs> On top of this, because he is a man, he Sugar always has to act <laughs> as if he knows all of the answers to everything when we all know, himself included, that he is by several hundred kilometers intellectually inferior to everyone in this house. <laughs> you could come out with the Drag wildest of facts him. that right <laughs> you could come out with the wildest of facts that nobody has ever heard before and he'll lean back in his chair and say ah yes of course <laughs> blah 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 <laughs> and he'll go on to chat absolute breeze it's honestly oh embarrassing gosh. Like, we all know he doesn't know what he's talking about and he definitely doesn't help himself by saying three words a minute. You can genuinely see the cogs turning when he speaks. Actually, scrap that. They're not turning at, turning at all because there are no cogs because this man's an idiot. Fucking up. Oh, wow, you hate him. Well. <laughs> Right? Fucking This is like past the read. <laughs> like we used to. <laughs> Okay, I'm the type of person that quite enjoys a debate, which is impossible to do with him because he will miss the point every single time. Every day I can trust that this man will misunderstand almost everything I say because he is an idiot. When I first met him three or four years ago, I thought he was purposely trying to wind me up in order to confuse me and win the argument. But as time has gone by, I have realized that he's just a fool. I actually laugh when I remember that I used to think this man was capable of any form of manipulation. <laughs> this man has the intelligence of a dead fish. I could go on for pages. <laughs> dead fish. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Oh my god. That's a fucking joke. Uh, you oh. are funny. Oh, I could fish. go on for pages, but I don't want to get too heated. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> sure. Basically, in order to have, in order to cope with having to be in the same presence of this man, I usually try not to say anything that isn't "Hello, how are you? Can you pass me the bar, etc." But I can't take it anymore. Just thinking about all of the future conversations I'm going to have with this fool is making me spiral. I'm already depressed enough as it is. This man is killing me, Mood. but clearly not fast enough. Oh S and Bernie, how do you make it to the end of lockdown without telling this man exactly what I think of him? My mum has had such awful, awful luck with men in the past mm. who have treated her horrendously. And this man is truly the man of her dreams. Oh, no. By the time you're done reading this, it will probably be too late anyway. <laughs> Whether the attack is physical or verbal, I pray he this man is ready. <laughs> you Sending you all my love, sugar. God Ooh. dang. Um, Sugar ain't sweet. Let me tell you that. <laughs> dragged Ooh. him. Mm. Right. Where do I begin? Um, sugar, sugar, sugar. You hate this man. <laughs> <clears throat> um, wow. I actually don't know what to say. 
I mean, you've told us it's probably too late anyway. So, oof, it's hard. It's hard because I, I completely understand that <clears throat> this man makes sure mum happy. But like an annoying person is an annoying person. Um, I'm trying to think, what would I do if I was in this situation? I mean, you've already said you've tried to keep conversation to a minimum. Yeah. And that's the, like, Which sometimes you just meet people and do. they are irritating and they think they're really clever <laughs> and they want, yeah, mm. I know exactly the kind of person you're talking about. And generally like, you know, the the thing to do is just avoid them. And obviously that isn't mm. really much you of an can't. option. <laughs> I think what you need to do is find someone who you can share these sentiments with. Obviously you've shared it with us and our listeners. Thank you very much. But maybe, I think maybe you need to sit down with your mum. Well, think about it. Do you think you could sit down with your mum and share these opinions with her? Um, that might just help to relieve some of the pressure, you know, that's building up. Um, but again, then again, I guess you also have to consider, do you think your mum is ready to or possible like able to have that kind of conversation with you and like you know mm -hmm. let you vent and still you know not attack you for attacking her man <laughs> and like also not the suddenly be life. like oh this nigga ain't shit i'm gonna leave him <laughs> because obviously i don't think that's what you want from him. you've said that you know he's a he's wonderful man to your to your mum um it is a tricky one because sometimes yeah the person that is good for someone that you care about is someone that you absolutely cannot stand. Love. Yeah. And, you know, it's one thing when it's your friends. But yeah, when it's your mum, that is a tricky situation. Oh, yeah. I mean, S, do you want to chime in a bit while I think a bit more? Yeah. Um, da, da, da. Yeah. Um, yeah. The fact that you said, you know, he makes your mum happy and everything. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, like Birdie said, in these situations, it's kind of just best to minimize uh like interaction with these individuals but obviously due to current circumstances that's not really an option um maybe take copious you know numbers of walks uh cold showers <laughs> just stay walking get some, get some pressure yeah cold <laughs> uh stay in your room um mm. no nah, it's hard because like obviously it's it's not a case of and i think also it's hard because from what i'm hearing it doesn't sound like he's a bad person or he's like no. rude he's just annoying yeah. as hell so mm. yeah it's just hard to kind of if you were to like speak to your mom about it it's kind of hard to you know because like like you said like he's good he's good to her and um mm. he seems to be a good partner in that capacity and your mom seems to be able to tolerate him god knows how um mm. but uh yeah i don't know in these situations i mean mm what can you do you're literally um, it's the worst just yeah because you're literally stuck yeah. with like 24 7 oh yeah oh and it's like boris please and that's the thing like you could you know on one hand you could just give him the dragon that he's he's died for <laughs> he's asking <laughs> maybe if you just drag him he'll like leave you alone and not speak to maybe you again you but then that makes things a little awkward doesn't it i know it, it will make things awkward but it might make you feel a bit better <laughs> just to relieve <laughs> some of that tension <laughs> because maybe or maybe just uh, I think you've, tr you say you've tried to call him out in this bullshit, but maybe just really, you know, hone in on it. Like, but mate, do you actually know what you're talking about? Like, just ask him, maybe ask him the question. 
Do you think you can shame him into silence? I don't know. Um, <laughs> look, it's a tricky one. Um, ah, honestly, I don't know if we can solve this one. <laughs> I don't think there's there's much you can yeah. do. Just got to hold um, out till we're released. I think really. I think maybe just speaking to your mum. I think maybe just speaking to your mum. Um, if you feel like she's not suddenly gonna like look at him and be like, "Oh my gosh, what is this man?" I don't think so because you've said she thinks like he's the man of her dreams um and maybe maybe you know maybe what you could kind of get if you share with your mom you can kind of get this like you know little shared understanding so at the very mm. least at least you've got somebody who you know you can roll eyes with and you know huff and path with and yeah yeah but i feel like unfortunately with many problems that we're facing um, during this pandemic, we kind of just have to go in and bear it until it's over and you can get out of the house more. And I'm sure come June 21st <sighs> or even before then, because I think we'll have more freedoms before then. Anyway. I, <laughs> um, they have paused, <laughs> they've paused uh, the vaccine, so you need to slow your roll. I know. I know <laughs> Although I got mine I yesterday. <laughs> Although, are they saying, I mean, I hope you get your second dose on time. Yeah, yeah, I should, I should do, I should do. Yeah, yeah, you should do, but. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the first dose, is that? Yeah, I'm booked in for June, let's not jinx it. Um, yeah, no, it's the first dose. Though. Anyway, yeah. sorry, off topic. Um, um, but yeah, I'd say just hold. I mean, yeah, we're getting, you can go for like, you can meet someone in the park yeah, now. Yeah, when, when's so, the picnic um, thing starting? Is that tomorrow? Is that like April? Oh wait, it's April, isn't it? Is it 18th of April? It might be, I can't remember. I think it might be April. No, I feel like there was something in March, then April was when picnic. Yeah, people, wait, so 29th of March, people able to meet up with one another, with one other household, sorry, outdoors. And then 12th of April, pubs and restaurants can have outdoor (laughs) service um, and then gyms and everything. So, but you can meet one person now. There we go. So in a week's time, you can go for picnics. And in less than a month's time, you can start, <laughs> you can become an alcoholic <laughs> and <laughs> help yourself with this problem. So I think I'm, I'm afraid the only um, advice I can really give you is find someone to, you know, confide in, a confidant and grin and bear it and stay strong, friend. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's lockdown is, is a mess, bruh. Yeah. I if there's any time to like make you just really deep the people that you live with. Um mm-hmm. like I love my family like to bits, but this period has made me realise I would very much rather have a Zoom relationship than them and like be with my <laughs> friends than the other way around. Yeah. Uh, for many reasons, but um yeah, mm-hmm. no. Thoughts thoughts <laughs> <Wait>. are <laughs> Did you say have a soup relationship with your family and be with your friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Uh, I love them, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. Just I so mean, much. yeah, friends of the family you choose, of course. Yeah, there you go. absolutely. No shade. <laughs> they don't ask me yeah. what my my LinkedIn profile is looking like, but anyway. Um, yeah. Good luck to you, uh, Sugar. Um, mm. Feel free to write in again. Let's see yeah, how it's yeah. going. Um, yeah, you can always confide in us. Ah. And maybe, uh, maybe I guess one last mm-hmm. thing you could maybe do is to just, you know, uh, establish some boundaries with this guy. <laughs> just be Don't like, look. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't perceive me. <laughs> Leave me alone. 
<laughs> Literally. Yeah, like, um, you do not find permission to, <laughs> to see me. But yeah, just be like, you know what? Like, just actually just being very clear and just being like, to be honest, I'm a bit tired. I don't want to speak to you right now. Or yeah, I think sometimes you actually just need to tell people, I don't want to speak to you right now. Um, like my kind of thing, um, my housemates know that when I've got my headphones in, <laughs> I do not exist. Like, don't chat to me. I will roll my eyes. If you try to speak to me, you can see I've got my headphones in. Like, that's my Bernie time. So, um, yeah, I think establish some boundaries, um, be it, you know, headphones, be it simply don't talk to me until 12 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, yeah, I think that's, you've just got to make it manageable. You've just got to make it explicit. Yeah. You know what just popped into my head as I was, but, um, um, just as you were saying that, mm. uh, just the fact that they were like, um, you know, this 50 something year old, like white man and stuff. And oh, just the thought of just, mm. just your house is like your pace of like refuge and like right. safety and stuff. And there's just this like boomer mm-hmm, white man that mm-hmm, I, I was speaking, so one of my friends, mm-hmm. um, one of my biracial <laughs> friends, um, they, they have a white dad and I was like, mm. you know, they're, and like, you know, they're very like mm-hmm. pro black and everything and just very, you know, clued up and aware. And mm. I was like, is it not just like super jarring to like cuss out white men all day and then come <laughs> home and there's just the white man in your house. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it is. Is that not impressive to you? (laughs) Isn't it? (laughs) It's like, dang, it's Um, right right on the home front. Um, Colonizing your home and everything. I know. Who is not even your blood. Oh, that's even more jarring. Fucking hell. Yeah, good luck. Um, But yeah, good luck. And uh, thank you for being, you know, such a ride or die and that. That's really mm, encouraging. Mm, and just, yeah, that's just really yeah. sweet to hear. So yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate you, sugar. Okay, let's go on to our next letter. Um, and this letter comes from Salt Bay number one. <laughs> Love that, sugar and salt. So, hey, peeps. So, as we all know, the dating situation has been pretty dry since lockdown. Amen. And your girl is starting to miss the cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> However, a colleague at work has recently started trying to move to me, but I'm really not vibing with it and see them more as a friend. We spend most of our lunch breaks together and generally chat around work. But one lunch, he took my phone and added his number, so we started messaging. Okay, forward. I thought it was going to be friendly, but since, he has been sending some very corny lines, and I can't deal, haha. <laughs> An example is... <laughs> An example is, he texts me, can you help me? And I said, how? And he replies, want to fall in love with me? Oh my lord. <laughs> They are not sending their best. Teach They're me. They're not sending their best. <laughs> Teach, Teach me. me. <laughs> um, and they put the also, after saying one of the fall in love with me, they put the like laughing, crying emoji <laughs> and the monkey handed behind eyes. Oh, not the monkey. Oh, well. <laughs> Is this an Essex lad? Um, so I don't want things to become awkward at work and I still want to be friends with him, but I'm bad at rejecting people. How do you think I could let him down without making things awkward? Because obviously mm. I'm still try, still going to be seeing him around work all the time. Any advice would be great. Also, side note, he's already dated two other girls at work. Oh, so I'm a come bit on like, um, Why did it take two girls before you tried me <laughs> when we have been chatting from the start? But that's just me being salty. No, no it's, it's valid, it's valid. Salt bait, okay. It makes sense, it makes sense. <laughs> no, that's cheeky. Um... 
So yeah, that is. It's cheeky. giving me those guys um, at raves who will literally be moving to like everybody, and then they'll come to you, and you're like, "I just saw you move to every girl at this function." Literally, do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> um, do you want to take this one away, yes? Um, <clears throat> I mean, the old—I don't know if it's trash of me to say, but like the old—you uh, know, I'm just like I'm not really looking for anything right now. I'm just kind of you know mm-hmm. focusing on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that tends to mm-hmm. work. Um, so, you know, um, or, you know, the old, like, oh, I don't really work with colleagues. Um, yeah, do the, Uh like the, you could do the professionalism angle and just be like, oh, you know, I just think it's a bit too messy and stuff. And, you know, I like you as a friend, Uh but, um, I think it's best if we just keep things, you know, platonic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. honestly, like the easiest cop out is just kind of like, I'm not looking for a relationship or Uh like looking to date. Um, and people can't really Uh say too much to that unless they're just really like, Uh But you must date me. Um, in the, in that case, mm. it's just like, mm, yeah, it's odd, odd behavior. Um, but yeah, that's the first mm-hmm. thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, and I'm I'm not, you know, unfortunately, especially in Women's History Month, you know, <laughs> I I hate to advise you to, you know, cater to a man's ego, but you know, I guess hmm. one thing you could do. Well, actually, no, this isn't really catering to his ego. Unfortunately, it's like, you know, invoking another man to get rid of him. No, I have a boyfriend. uh, No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go as far as that. But actually, it doesn't even have to be a man. You could say a girl as well. But you could just be like, oh, look, um, just drop it in conversation. Like, oh, yeah, I'm really into this other person. Um, Like, just basic, like, make it clear that, you know, I hate this word. There's a challenge. (laughs) <laughs> no, but then I think this may draw something out of him. And I hate this phrase, but you know, I think once you do that, he will be plunged into the friend zone. Like it'll make it very clear. Cause you don't talk about your other love interests to your love interests, you know? So I think it will be very clear to him. Oh, okay. I ain't shit. <laughs> like to her, she don't see me. She doesn't see me as anything. Um, so even if then it now inspires him to, you know, say something cheesy or whatever, I think you do have to kind of go out, not, you don't have to be like super awkward, but I think just say, just give him like that, that, <laughs> that finishing blow, like call him your bro. Oh, not the that bro. That will kill it <laughs> not right the bro. there and then, I promise you. <laughs> like if he says anything, just be like, oh nah, man, you're my bro. Not the bro. <laughs> that will, I, that will kill it right then. <laughs> Oh no! That will kill it. Right I mean, there, NGL. Sorry, right just quick. There. I do, call, I do call people I date bro as well. Um, but in that context, yeah, it definitely will kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with actually just spelling out that you know, dude, you're my bro. Brother. You know, you're like my um, sibling. Think, oh my god, you know, that's so chuck weird. out the word friend in conversation. Yeah, you know, homie, like literally, maybe pal. just hello, friend. <laughs> you know, just to make Platonic it very clear buddy. what he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe if he like drops another cheesy line. Oh, I'm sorry. I would have um, loved him for that one. That's so jarring. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe just take it as a, you know, as a, a chance to just, yeah, make it very clear what the the nature of your, your relationship is. And, you know, that is a friendship. Um, so if he drops another cheesy line, just be like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But there's there's ways to like just slip and like, whoa, do friends say this? <laughs> <laughs> or like you are my weirdest friend. <laughs> You're know. crazy. Like 
you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to be super subtle about it um and i think you can you know make very clear in a jokey way that you are a friend and he although he may you know uh feel a bit embarrassed about it like he will save a bit of face it's not like you're like you know which you have every right to do <laughs> to just be like you know what actually i don't really appreciate this kind of honestly um, i was gonna say that as well friends. i'm just kind of like you have oh, the right again, to do that fucking godly um, <laughs> we're just like mm, i know i know i'm not I know. interested mate i'm sorry you're a nice person I know. but like you, you have every right and hey if you can if you can find that within you absolutely <laughs> go for it but you're giving me an impression that you'd prefer yeah. to, you know, do it gently or whatever. To go for the the unfortunately diplomatic <laughs> kind of, you know, way that women are often forced to do. But uh, right, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I, I hate to be giving up this kind of <laughs> advice, but I mean, you asked for it. <laughs> so yeah, I think there are there are ways. Just give like you know a soft no, um, and I think I think if he continues to persist. And continues to, you know, I think some, sometimes you do, like I, like we said earlier, sometimes you do need to drag people. You do need to shake things up a little bit. You do need to check them. So, you know, if you continue to persist, you can just say like, you know, I'd, I'd rather you didn't message me like that, if that's all right. And then, yeah, it'll probably be awkward for a couple of days. And then he'll get over it. And if he doesn't, then he's a dick. And you don't need that kind of friend anyway. And I think, you know, there you go. Mm. Yep. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Mm. So yeah, good luck, Salt Bay. Yeah, come on. Uh, you need to be Salt Bay in spirit as well. You need to give them a bit of salt. <laughs> okay. So you could do it. But yeah, good luck with your workplace uh oh, I don't um, say harassment. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's borderline send me texts like that. Yeah, Fucking monkey yeah. cover eye emoji. Get out of here. Oh, violent. I'm taking this day child. <laughs> Uh, but yeah thank you very much for your letter salt bay yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah thank you for that um and yeah that's us on that for this week so as i said before if you have any um dilemmas or anything you want to ask us um feel free to contact us at deardownlow at gmail.com or the mm-hmm. link on our link tree, the Google link, if you want to do it anonymously, or you can also use mm-hmm. our Q&A section on our TikTok. Okay, we good? Yeah. So we're now going to jump into the damn lies, which is our news and politics segment. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm so fucking tired. This, this past mm-hmm. two weeks have been... <sighs> Also, uh, sorry, just quick um, trigger warning for, you know, sexual assault, rape. Um, Yeah. So the other week, um, if you're from the UK, you probably heard, but a 33-year-old woman called Sarah Everard was um, murdered after she was uh, walking home uh, in Clapham in South London. Later came out that the perpetrator was a police officer. He's since been charged, I believe, um, Wayne Cousins, yeah. Yeah, charged with um, kidnap and murder. So, yeah, this happened the other week. And since then, rightly so, there's been a lot of, you know, outcry and outrage. Um, One, obviously, at the fact that this innocent woman was senselessly murdered um, Mm -hmm. when she was just, like, there's literally, like, a hashtag, like, she was just walking home. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously like the glaring fact that it was done by a police officer who, 
I mean, if you subscribe to the notion that the police are there to protect us, then yeah, um, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But, you know. Mm. Um, so since then, there was a vigil that was organized. Uh, I think it was supposed to be, yeah, it was in Clapham for, yeah, yeah for Sarah. Um, and I think the organizers got like contacted by the police or something and they were basically like you should not go ahead with this and it's illegal and etc etc you know mass gatherings during lockdown and everything i um, don't quote me i I think from what i remember from um what i saw online when it was happening i think they had told people like the actual like organizers i don't think they showed up i could be wrong but i think that's what happened i don't think they showed up and i think they said that there was a risk of you know being arrested and stuff and etc etc but obviously like people people still went and then we saw images and videos of the met police um cracking down on Mm -hmm. that vigil and pinning Mm. women to the ground and swinging them around Mm. and yelling in their faces Mm. and just Mm. roughing them up um so since then again public outcry at the fact that the police service who are allegedly supposed to be protecting us would have the temerity to um, mishandle white women um, in this way, um, and I say that for has to be said. I mean, has like to be it, said. You, has to be said. You I, because like yeah. the fact that this is like the first time that Pretty Patel has come out and actually criticised mm-hmm. our boys in blue. <laughs> you know that simply would not happen unless you know white blood had been spilled i'm it's, sorry it's facts but actually you know funny thing like it's pretty facts. she's actually a snake because mm. apparently like it's come out that she had like told although they'll do the whole spin thing of like i didn't tell them to do that <laughs> but she told that she said that the police you know do what they need to do to like clamp down on the vigil um and then obviously publicly she's oh, like you know this is disgraceful oh, and etc so members of oh, like the police were like that, you know you see, that, that's <laughs> what i get snake. for even <laughs> alluded to the fact that pretty might nah, she's a dickhead That's exactly <laughs> we'll get to I her get. in a sec she's a <laughs> dickhead <me> right. <laughs> um but yeah uh mm. so yeah that happened and obviously um rightfully so outrage um i uh-huh. i don't even know what to <laughs> there's so much to unpack here. there is so much <laughs> like I, I made the comment i made about white women because like it's just a fact and it's true that's not me mm-hmm. saying that this mm-hmm. was right or justified or that, you know, mm-hmm. anything like that. Like, it's atrocious, whoever it oh. is. I'm just making the point that I have not seen yeah. this much outrage about other demographics and women of other demographics mm-hmm. being manhandled mm-hmm. and treated in such such ways. Um, and even just mm-hmm. Sarah herself, um, the coverage that this yeah. has gotten the kind of the push mm-hmm. for inquiry and like policy change and mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. and yeah again like i feel awful for like her family her boyfriend everything and she yeah it's it's an awful thing that happened but like you know thinking critically like i can't divorce the fact that there are other dynamics at play here definitely and um i just want to say like uh there was actually no two two things because there were several things that pissed me off about this Mm. so first of all chrisida dick is the commissioner of the met police and obviously she uh-huh. would have, you know, okay this and everything. And there were calls on her to resign mm. amid like, you know, the scenes and videos of what happened and everything. 
So one of the vigil organizers, Anna Burley, um, she was on a, one of the um, kind of news talks. I can't remember which one it was, but one of the shows on like ITV or something. Um, and they were the interview was asking, like, you know, there are calls on Chrisida Dick to um, step down. Like, do, do you agree? And Anna said, uh, you know, we're a movement of women seeking to support and empower other women. And as one of the most senior women in British policing history, we don't want to add onto the pylon. And I just want to say that girl boss mm. feminism and representation mm. politics are killing my people. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you watched what happened there. You saw, and I'm like, I'm not trying to drag this girl too much mm. because obviously like she helped organize the vigil and everything, but this is still a point to be made about white women. You saw what went down. You saw everything yeah. that happened, yeah. how the police acted, the fact yeah. that this woman like yeah. green lit mm-hmm. this and like she's overseen just mm-hmm. a bunch of fuckery at the Met since she's been there. Yeah. But your mm. answer is still, oh, but you know, she's a woman, so I don't want to, mm. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Mm. Yeah. We and like, uh, we can't go boss our like way out of I oppression. Some, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Absolutely, but, um, yeah, no, absolutely. go on, go on. And I saw someone, I think it was, um, is his name Jason Okundaye? On yeah, Twitter. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, he had some really interesting commentary on this whole situation. He was saying like, you know, how do you like organize this vigil, then not show up to it, and have the gall to go on to like, you know, do all the fancy press stuff, <laughs> you know, and then not even, you know, hold someone with a very, like in a high position to account for like the atrocity that happened on that day. Like, how are you the face of this like movement? But yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't like how it looked. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it just kind of like links to another Actually, yeah, this kind of segues in. So it, it just links to like another kind of part of this that just irked me in that. Mm. And like, I, like, like I'm trying, maybe, yeah, I give, I'm trying to give a disclaimer or something. Like I don't want to, mm. and I purposely didn't talk too much like on Twitter and stuff because I didn't want to like detract yeah, 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 from yeah. what was like a very real tragedy. And like, absolutely, I feel absolutely yeah, yeah, awful, yeah. but like, obviously like mm. here we we're talking about it and everything, but. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't ignore these issues when they're like literally staring me right in my face, and it's like, it's 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 yeah. it's jarring, and you know, seeing uh-huh. um, <sighs> women's issues and black issues discussed as two separate things, like black women don't exist. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's just, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's 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 just very frustrating uh-huh. and. I can tell mm. some of the Black Square gang from last summer did not do their reading from the curriculum because mm. Mm. Auntie Kimberly mm. is right there. Audrey Lord is right there. <laughs> like the girls mm. are there. They've been talking mm. to you about intersectionality and everything, mm. but it mm-hmm. just, yeah. and obviously like with every kind of statement that I make about, you know, people, it's obviously not saying that every single member of this demographic is like this, but a large enough chunk that I need to say something. Yeah. But, just this yeah. and it's been which is why people have like i know people like black people and like people of color often have issues mm. identifying themselves as feminists because they associate feminism with white feminism which is yeah. feminism <laughs> that essentially erases mm. them and sees you know mm. their struggle through the struggle of mm-hmm. middle class heterosexual white women so mm-hmm. um mm. sister space actually um put it really well so they were at, um i think it was another demonstration and um, mm. let me just pull it up quickly. Um, Ngozi Fulani of Sister Space um, was speaking mm. and she was basically saying to the crowd, like, where were you? 
she was like you know mm. i when stuff happens with like women i show up because i see myself in them and like mm. i have to show up but where were you when it's me mm. and people who look like me you don't sh- like where were you and um mm. I'm, I'm like summarizing mm. what she said but yeah like and she's and the, the way like people went mm. they went quiet because it's it's true and like we can't like as black women mm. we can't like divorce these things as easily as white women can because obviously they have mm-hmm. proximity through white men to white supremacy and they have a stake in that. Um, whereas mm-hmm. obviously there are mm-hmm. two layers of us being oppressed in the system. And so yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, it's just frustrating. And um, just mm. the, the treatment, like the media coverage, who was this woman? Um, I can't, I think her name was like Shabnam something. She was on a, a uh, it might have been on BBC. Yeah, like a former yeah. chief constable yeah. or something and like that. And she was comparing this yeah. to... She's, I, can't, I can't quote her verbatim. For, sorry. I can't quote her verbatim, but something along the lines of, you know, we're talking about women. It's a, yeah, it's Black not Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. We're talking about it women. A it's a sensitive, sensitive issue. issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched that video and Mate. I said, Mate. okay. <laughs> From a woman And she color. was... Yeah, she's Asian. <laughs> she's Asian. So, mm. you know, mm. I... And you know mm. she, and that's the thing though that actually summarizes this so perfectly because me too, like I felt conflicted. Like I just wanted to look at this and be like, "This is sad. This is a tragic thing that's happened," you know. And obviously, I took mm. that time to respect that, but at the same time, unfortunately, we live in a society where you can't uh, you can't ignore the the response like even right wing you know mm. everyone came out in support yeah. and like condemnation of this yeah. you know whereas yeah you can't help but wonder and we don't even it's not even just like this you know for exercise like we've seen it with black women being killed in the uk i think maybe you know there are different elements in the fact that you know this was by a policeman and that it wasn't, you know, something that could be, well, I don't even know how to say it, but you know, you know how sometimes they'll spin it that, oh, but you know, actually no, because <laughs> I think the very fact that she was white, you know, I mean, clearly there was no, she wasn't a um, like person of interest or anything. And it wasn't done by, I think, oh yeah, I think mm-hmm. the fact that it wasn't done by like a on duty police officer also, you know, makes it quite mm-hmm. clear cut in that sense. Mm-hmm. But, it's so hard to look at this and not think about different examples of this and just how reactions are. Just the way the nation is grieving, I can't even imagine them grieving this way about a black person, let alone a black woman. Mm. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's really hard to not to not think in that way. And I think obviously, you know, I think that there's, mm. there's, there's, there's space to like think about this and like, you know, condemn it and, you know, pay your respect to this and also consider, you know, this a more like intersectional kind of like, like put it through an intersectional mm. lens. Um, and obviously I, I don't think, yeah. you know, it should just be a simple case of, you know, dismissing this and like, you know, oh, if this was a black woman, then blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I don't think that's what many people have been doing. I think there's been, you know, nuanced conversation. But I mean, it's mm. just, obviously it's just sad that, you know, we can't, Oh, I don't know. I'm just rambling. But yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, they took the police officers. They took pictures uh, next to dead bodies of two black women and like sent them around a WhatsApp group. Mm. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's the, I think yeah. Another thing that's been frustrating about this is that you know, 
black people have been telling you for time, police ain't shit, you know? <laughs> and it's like, it takes the death of a white person at the hands of um, the police for us then to, you know, suddenly look at them, give them a second look. And then being know? like slammed to the ground, so, and, you know? But they were out of vid. Oh yeah, that line. Sorry, I just sorry. You what you mm. just said just kind of brought something back. But I've seen the line like, oh, but you know, it mm. was a vigil, not a protest, mm-hmm. to justify you mm. know the discrepancy in terms of like mm-hmm. um, uh, reaction to this. So people more sorry more so more people kind of being like, oh, like you know, like this is out of order what the police did. Like it was a vigil, it wasn't even a protest. Semantics in this country <laughs> that we live in currently, semantics, mm. semantics. Mm. Like it's still a public form of. Um, mm-hmm. Like I mean, expression. It's, it, it's just yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. And like, what what is the difference? Like, okay, a vigil, they stand still, but a pro- protest, like they, they I mean, have what, placards what were and the, the yell words. The, you know, yeah. Like, what was the? Dip- they were placards at the vigil. Yeah, I saw um, placards. And people were just walking peacefully at the at these protests. You know, mm-hmm. um, I feel like the sense of like anger and injustice was very similar to the sense of anger and injustice mm. at you know the George Floyd protests mm. so the, it's just semantics um yeah yeah and like you know I that that it's just become one of those things where you know um yeah like when it's when it's a white person's death it's a vigil when it's a black person's death it's a protest mm. and obviously now that leads into probably the the next thing that you're going to talk about I'm imagining yeah yeah so we are on the road to authoritarianism, boys and girls, right. and ladies and thems. Um, it is getting ghetto. <laughs> so on Tuesday the other week, the Home Office published the Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Bill, uh, which covers a wide range of areas um, ranging from digital information, um, etc. But it has a specific section on the policing of protests. And essentially, it's to stifle them. So our Home Secretary, Preeti Patel, has made her stance on protests very clear. She said the BLM protests were dreadful. She hates Extinction Rebellion. Um, And Mm -hmm. yeah, she's just made it very clear that, you know, she's not she's not any um, she's not about any of that shit. So first of all, this bill was like incredibly rushed, um, which I think was done for a reason to like reduce the amount of public scrutiny Mm -hmm. and eyeballs on this. Um, so uh, it, pro- it proposes sorry, new powers that will allow senior police officers and the Home Secretary to restrict protest in unprecedented ways, as well as measures intended to criminalize the living circumstances of Gypsy Roma and traveler communities. So the bill's 300 pages long and contains dozens of new measures um, to increase sentences for child killers and other violent criminals, tougher penalties for um, attacks on police officers, and change sexual offenses legislation to tackle abuse of adults in positions of trust um but the most controversial part of it will reform rules on political protests so basically this bill amends the 1986 public order act and under the older act um, if police officers feel that a demonstration risked uh, serious public disorder serious damage to property or serious disruption to the life of the community they could impose restrictions on it um so for example on like where it went whether it moved or how many people could come um, this current bill they're trying to get through adds further justification to restrictions, including noise. So if the noise of the protest <laughs> quote unquote, may result in serious disruption to the activities of an organization, um, for instance, like distracting employees in a nearby office, the police can impose restrictions 
um it goes without saying that this applies to almost any sort of protests at all around parliament Uh the purpose of which is to get the attention of politicians it can therefore cause quote-unquote serious Uh disruption um it also applies to passers-by um if a noise of the protest could have a relevant impact on persons in the vicinity of the procession the police can impose restrictions um the standard for this is super low and yeah if the police believe that just one person nearby could be caused quote-unquote serious unease alarm or distress they have um, a justification to impose restrictions and you know what people are like here just fainting and Uh you know getting the vapors over (laughs) small small placards (laughs) um Uh so yeah whenever you look at the legislation it works to lower the point at which the police can intervene the old legislation um said that they could do so to prevent Uh disorder damage disruption or intimidation but the home office have now also added um this new criteria of impact so yeah um also (laughs) Also, uh, we have finally, finally, some legislation to protect the real victims of senseless violence and public disorder um, statues. So uh, (laughs) the government intends on raising the maximum penalty for criminal damage of a memorial from three months to 10 years, potentially. Um, a memorial is defined extremely broadly as a building or other structure or any other thing which has commemorative purposes. So obviously this is in light of um, them taking down the uh, Colston statue in Bristol last year during the protest. Which was beautiful. Obviously the Winston statue <laughs> and, you know, I oh, uh-huh. I was twerking to that video. It was <laughs> mwah, gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, and as well as that, um, it also um, gives the Home Secretary, so Preeti, um, a, like discretion and power to determine the meaning of serious Mm -hmm. disruption through like statutory instruments which basically if you don't know they're just like usually they're used for like really mundane things and it lets ministers kind of tweak laws without too much um Mm -hmm. scrutiny Mm -hmm. they're usually really uncontroversial and like stuff like i don't know speed limits or whatever Mm -hmm. but in this case like she's moving mad and doing a lot Mm -hmm. so basically this bill could give her the power to fundamentally change the meaning of the law at any time without any real parliamentary scrutiny Mm -hmm. so um it allows the new legislation allows the Secretary of State to quote unquote make provision about the meaning of the phrase serious disruption. Mm. Um yeah, so obviously that is terrifying because mm. it's pretty. Um mm-hmm. and in terms of the progress of the bill so far, so it's passed its second reading, I believe, as of recently. However, uh last I've seen, apparently it's been delayed, like further further reading and analysis of it has been has been pushed back um so it was a source um from like the labor shadow cabinet said that the policing bill has been delayed um probably till like the summer so once a bill has a second reading which happened yesterday and today it goes to committee yada 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 we were told over the weekend that the committee would start next week um which is fast because the tories wanted to keep their cultural however they pulled the bill committee when they saw the revulsion from vast waves of the country at this unfit bill, suddenly we get a message saying the bill committee will not start until later in the year. No doubt when it reappears, it will look very different than it does today. And for that, we have the people up and down the country to thank who contacted their MPs and who made their voices heard. So, mm. um, yeah, it has been delayed. So that's mm-hmm. a positive. So, I mean, yeah, in the meantime, I guess all we can do is just kind of keep our foot on their necks and not let them kind yeah. of slip this one by us. But... It's mm. it's terrifying. Like mm. it's and it's just so super, super ironic that literally like Gavin Williamson the other month talking about you know getting people at universities to you know 
to fight the culture war and clamp mm-hmm. down on cancel mm-hmm. culture and etc mm-hmm. etc et free speech you just blah, want blah. free speech to just move mad and chat shit yeah. but people actually just speak like we're not people aren't like gathering in the middle of a pandemic for banter like mm-hmm. these are our mm-hmm. lives and like real issues that yeah. affect us yeah and this is what democracy is supposed to be having the ability to protest yeah. and yeah. speak truth to power mm-hmm. you were trying to climb down on that mm-hmm. in this incredibly draconian yeah. authoritarian and mm-hmm. authoritarian like mm-hmm. wet dream bill <laughs> so mm. yeah that's um yeah that that's the mm. gist of things um, i mean yeah i i saw a tweet yeah. again by jason <laughs> where he just said look <laughs> we just need to protest like in the millions they can't arrest us all <laughs> yes yeah, like, that. that is it like we just have to like, like there is no choice now you just got to keep on protesting and keep on fighting back because actually we've seen protesting does work um, mm. we've seen the impact yeah. it has and like that's that's exactly what they're trying to like quash you know the impact that we're having um, so yeah like I, I yeah it would not surprise me if like this summer is going to be like another summer of protests and yeah I for one will be showing up the game um, the game. I won't get arrested I can assure you that but <laughs> <laughs> I will show up <laughs> it has to be done it's <laughs> I, I, as much as, and we've like said this before, like as much as you know, and sometimes we have to joke because we're living in a shithole. So like we have to laugh, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. as much as we mm-hmm. might clown, you know, these ministers and stuff and Boris and whatever, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. dangerous and they are like, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. Preeti Patel, she is using this pandemic. She is a powerful woman. Yeah, yeah. And they are using this pandemic to just shovel through their like draconian yep. policies and kind mm-hmm. of, you know, and yeah, mm. they, they try to make the argument that, you know, this is what the public voted for in our manifesto, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this, they didn't vote on, you know, curbing protests. Like, yeah, you had talk about, you know, toughening up on crime and stuff, but this is completely different. And mm. this, I feel like people also need to realize, like, if you are, I mean, if you're, if you are, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but if you are like a conservative or someone who leans right, this isn't just going to affect people on the left. Like it's across the, I mean, you, you can, you know, maybe mm. talk about, how it will be applied and if they will, you know, use their discretion when it is people who they might agree with. But technically, just like going off the text, it is protest generally. So if you are, mm. I don't know, angry about, I mean, we've left the E, what is there to be angry about now? Um, yeah. I don't know, your football team losing. Um, <laughs> Y'all won. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, like Millwall losing a game or something. Like they can... <laughs> If you and I will tell the police officers that you are causing me distress and they need to <laughs> tell you to stop. So it? yeah, it's um I just wanted to I I just saw this now. Just quickly two quotes from um two mm-hmm. MPs. DUP MP Gavin Robinson, and he made a good point. Um he said the loose and lazy way this legislation is drafted would make a dictator blush. Protest mm-hmm. will be noisy, protest will disrupt, and no matter how offensive mm-hmm. we may find the issue at heart, the right to protest should be protected. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of the statues, um, another objection over the proposals to the bill to make defacing statues um, punishable by up to 10 years mm. um, was a series of Labour MPs noting that it would make it theoretically possible to someone for someone to be more harshly punished for this than for rape, which... There we go. Ironic. Um, mm-hmm. 
and uh, just last one, Kerry McCarthy, um, Bristol East MP. She basically said, you know, um, the Tories' approach is, you know, we will save Britain's statues from woke militants who want to censor our past, <laughs> and we know what is about. <laughs> we know what it's about. And yeah, she basically said this is all about like it's culture war. It's about stoking anxieties mm. and fanning the flames yeah. and exploiting yeah. that to get votes. So mm-hmm. y'all ain't slick. Um, mm-hmm. But as I said before, and I'll keep saying, I don't doubt that this country will vote for this party again because oh yeah 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 we love it we love it yeah mm-hmm. we love suffering we love pain yeah like I, the way yeah, they handled this pandemic I like labor government in my 20s <laughs> oh hell no hell no i mean mm-hmm. the recent polling i've seen like in terms of, like local election stuff and obviously we've got the mm-hmm. london mayoral elections coming up in may like tories yeah. are up in quite a few of them that i've seen so mm-hmm. you know um actually no, I'll, I'll come to him on, in my sound off Sean Bailey mm-hmm. but um, yeah like that that's the gist of things um, keep if you're you know from the UK um, keep emailing your MPs uh, you know read, spread awareness and everything um, stuff like this the more people are like clued up on it and know what's going on the more likely there is to be some sort of like public pressure to make at least some sort of change if we can't like stop the actual bill but yeah it's it's scary times it's scary times mm. um yeah that's 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 what i have to say yeah. um okay sweet uh is there anything else um oh yeah the plane officers <laughs> did you see apparently yeah they're thinking of having like plain clothes police officers yeah. mate i can spot a mob i'll be fine Listen. <laughs> <laughs> none of the that none of the places i go to would <laughs> A plane clothes. We are not going to see them at Pussy unless, Palace. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're getting some, you know, some little cutie. <laughs> like, in a freaking, like, tank top or something. Oh I think God. I'll be fine. <laughs> hey, Queens, hunty, slay, skinny, snatched. Um, do you know where I could purchase some marijuana? Or ecstasy tablets? <laughs> yes, you are serving, Queen. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. Oh yeah, god. No, yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, I don't deal drugs. By the way. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll be um, fine. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's that on the damn lines mm. for today. So yeah, we'll we'll move on. Um, so now we're going to jump into sound off. Um, do you mind if I go first? No, go for it. Okay. Um, I've just been, I've been feeling a lot of feelings and I just have a lot of smoke for people this week. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, just kind of transitioning from what we were just talking about. First of all, Sean Bailey, you're a clown. He used what happened in the Sarah Everard case to like take a jab at Sadiq Khan and, you know, he's not doing what he needs to do. And, you know, if I'm elected Mm -hmm. mayor, I was like, bro, this is not... I know for a fact I was not yeah. going to vote for you anyway. I got a leaflet in my door the other week um, from him. <laughs> Posted it back yeah. out. <laughs> I was like, I am not. No, we're not. We're not. Black Tories are just. Y'all are a different breed. I'm not. We're not doing that. But no, you're a clown for trying to exploit what was a real tragedy to, you know, mm-hmm. to use that for political points. So fuck you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Davina McCall, you're also a clown. Let me read what this lady yeah. tweeted. Um, oh my gosh. I, I've spoken about pick and just the culture mm-hmm. of pick I'm mm-hmm. not saying in this particular case, mm-hmm. she's a pick but just this general kind of, let me read the tweet. Um, yeah. 
So female abduction slash murder is extremely rare. Yes, we should all be vigilant when out alone, but this level of fear mongering isn't healthy. And men's mental health is an issue as well. Calling all men out as dangerous is bad for our sons, brothers, and partners. Okay. <sighs> nah. Nah. How have you find a way, found a way it. to make men into the victims in this situation? The victims, right? Right? <laughs> and this and this is why when people say white women, the, the proximity that they have mm-hmm. to white supremacy through white... It's actually like they're drunk off of it. Legit, I. <laughs> it's intoxicating. <laughs> it's. I... Just sit back for a sec. I. So like, in light of everything that happened with like Sarah Everard and everything, we've seen just mm. kind of a lot of discourse and discussion, like especially from like women and stuff of experiences they've had of you know sexual harassment, sexual assault. Um, and so on and mm-hmm. i can't remember what the the stat is um off the top of my head so i'm not going to say it here just in case it's in, inaccurate but when you look at the stats in terms of women who have faced sexual harassment or assault or rape it's it's mad it's wild mm-hmm. and i know for a fact that it is mm. way higher than what the official numbers are because loads of people don't come forward um Absolutely. and mm-hmm. <laughs> the f- <laughs> It's just so, this, like, people like Davina, who say shit like this, and, you know, do the whole, like, oh, you know, not all men, and et cetera, et cetera, and, you know, <laughs> like, this, it's gaslighting, it's gaslighting, like, no one said all men, mm-hmm. but it was fucking one mm-hmm. of yours, like, <laughs> if... <laughs> If the majority of women are like saying I have had some sort of like negative interaction yeah. with So who is doing it? Like one yeah. one. And yeah. you know, it's it's again like centering men's feelings and coddling them and you know, trying to when we talk about men's mental health in other situations in terms of like, mm-hmm. you know, how toxic masculinity affects them and how other men create yeah. unsafe environments for men you lot yeah. don't want to hear anything mm-hmm. but whenever we're talking about women's mm-hmm. issues suddenly it's like oh but men's mm-hmm. mental health and you know men have a higher yeah. rate of suicide and etc cetera, etc cetera. and yeah. it's just like you're being disingenuous and you don't actually care you're just mm-hmm. trying to deflect and like again like just back to the coddling and it's kind of what we were talking about in terms of um sharon um on on the talk mm-hmm. i'm so tired of having to like plead and beg people to like see my humanity and treat them like they're Mm. made of glass and like gently Mm. explain to them why this is the case and it's Mm. just like it's exhausting it is exhausting Mm. and Mm. like at the end of the day like you should be doing the work like you as men like you should be doing the work you should be telling your mates just don't be a fucking predator don't be a fucking weirdo and like you lot who want to say like you know like I've, I've never done anything I would never do anything do you check your boys when they say some misogynistic shit do you check mm-hmm. your boys when you see them in the club and they put their hand on a girl's waist or a girl's bum mm-hmm. to get past when they absolutely didn't need to? Mm-hmm. Do you check your boys when they're moving mad? If you don't, mm. then you're an enabler and you're part of the problem. So yeah. just yeah. because you yourself have not ever done anything physically or whatever to a woman doesn't mean you're exempt. And it's just mm. it's just very frustrating. Um, I, I'm trying not to get in too much around about this, but just... <laughs> 
as a woman, there's just so much. It's like when we talk to like, you know, white folks about, you know, the black experience and stuff and growing up black mm-hmm. and them not knowing mm-hmm. that our parents give us talks when we're like kids that, you know, you have to work twice yeah. as hard and, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you can't be doing all the things that your little white friends are doing and, mm-hmm. you know, you interact with the police in a certain way. They don't know that we have to, we are prepped from young to know yeah. that we are racialized. And in the same yeah. way, women from young, 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 we oh, are prepped. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we yeah. are prepped. And you know so what? So young. Yeah. Mm. And beyond just prepped, we're we're shamed and we're policed and mm-hmm. we're told to, you know, cover ourselves up and don't put ourselves in certain situations and don't do mm. this and, you know, be careful about this and or just so men want to attack us. And it's like, mm. again, wh- where you're putting the the <laughs> where you're directing the energy is not where you need to be directing the energy you don't need to be telling mm-hmm. women how to protect themselves you mm-hmm. need to be telling these people not to be fucking predators and teaching them mm-hmm. from young and not enabling mm-hmm. this kind of behavior and excusing mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. it, it's just just the just from the littlest things like i like in just during like all the discourse and stuff like i just makes me think about you know just walking home, like always having my keys in my hand. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I get an Uber, like noting down, you know, the name of the registration, like telling someone, I'm yep. just little yep. things that you have to do that you don't like, you don't really think about doing them anymore because they're just so ingrained. But when you deep it, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. these are just things I have to do to just be vigilant and be aware because I know that yep. I am in a position where I'm vulnerable. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, that frustrated me. Um, second point, um, so there was also uh an attack uh a mass shooting in um atlanta (sighs) this week um Mm -hmm. a white man by the name of (sighs) what was his name robert aaron long um is currently facing multiple counts of murder as well as aggravated assault after he killed eight people at massage parlors in atlanta georgia and six of those eight were Asian women. Mm-hmm. So first of all, just like the police spokesperson for this case came oh out and, you know, goodness. gave a press conference and everything. Mm. And, you know, he said that mm-hmm. the guy, you know, he claims responsibility um, for what <sighs> he did. And, you know, he said that it wasn't racially motivated. He said he's not racist. Um and you know he he has what he considers a, a sex addiction and sees these locations as a temptation for him and so he wanted to eliminate said temptation and are you kidding me yep yep it goes on it goes on um he also says that you know yesterday was just a really bad day for him and you know that's just what he did so that was the part i heard i did mm. not hear the eliminate temptation yeah 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 yeah, yeah. my goodness so hmm. hmm okay so um white men can just have a bad day and go on a killing spree and that's just right. you know <laughs> well, oh you know like God. they didn't have a, a red starburst like he just got really vexed and you know <laughs> what can we do shoulder tap i and red starburst is like the perfect analogy because (laughs) why are you infantilizing i I can never pronounce that word infantilizing infantilizing yeah this man a bad day a Mm. bad day Mm. he's not a toddler why are you speaking (laughs) oh my gosh 
Oh my days. <sighs> mm. I. It's just the the violent. <laughs> I've known this for a while, but I think the moment mm. that this just became like glaring to me was after in 2015 when Dylan Roof killed um, nine black mm-hmm. churchgoers um, in Charleston and they managed to take him, you know, without shooting him, without killing him, like mm-hmm. took him peacefully. And then they took him to Burger King. Mm-hmm. In that moment, I was like, they yeah. can do anything. They can do anything. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> like we, I don't even need to say it. Like we, like we know what the reaction is when someone who, you know, is Muslim carries out an attack, a person of mm. color carries out an attack, like mm. it's immediately politicized and, you know, it's, it's either Islamic terrorism yeah. or, you know, it's mm. politically motivated, like whatever, whatever. When it's white men, it's like, oh, like we don't quite know the motives and we don't know if it's racial. And <laughs> the fact that he killed like majority Asian women and he sees mm-hmm. these massage parlors, which, you know, that a lot of them are not this one in particular, but, you know, there is that reputation of yeah sex work and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so there's like levels to this because obviously like there's misogyny there there's um anti-sex work sentiments Mm -hmm. um but the fact that this guy is kind of like and i'm not diminishing you know sex addiction because it's a real thing but also sex Mm -hmm. addicts don't go and just like murder a bunch of people so yeah it's completely two separate things (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) it's (laughs) just to be afforded the humanity that white men are afforded it's right right yeah because what he did was crazy humanized him like like hyper humanization like yeah trying to find the humanity in such a cold calculated monstrous act Mm -hmm. yeah he looked Mm. at that that that's that's a perfect way of putting it yeah he looked at that and still found a way to and like that happens like we see this like I'm just talking about the states, um, but like we see that in terms of like judges who will, you mm-hmm. know, be dealing with, um, you know, white men for different reasons, um, yeah. and you know they'll see like their son or they'll say stuff like, oh, you know, he just, you yeah, know, he's yeah, yeah. just a kid and he didn't know, and like, <laughs> yeah, or them exactly, mm. exactly. Um, mm-hmm. What is the name of that guy? Um, uh, the guy who um, it was a few yeah, years ago. He like about. raped um, yeah. someone behind a dumpster, and he, mm-hmm. yeah like i remember there was one white boy this this story killed me it was um i mean like not in a funny way i mean this story just like threw me but there was Mm. one guy it was it was years ago i think it was like maybe 2014 or something um yeah uh ethan couch Mm. he this like rich white kid he was drunk driving and he killed um a few people and and yeah the the argument was that he suffered from affluenza which means that he's grown up so rich and privileged that he doesn't understand the consequences of his actions. What? And so they should take that into account. They called it- Deadass. Deadass, Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mad. It's mad. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's and mad. Like, they'll, they'll literally say shit like, he doesn't have, deserve to have the rest of his life ruined because of yeah, one bad yeah, choice. Yeah yeah like yeah yeah no i just yeah and like it kind of just sends you into despair because like i don't know if this is like a dumb man thing to do but like after sarah's murder um i was like you know we often think about okay what do we need what do we need to do in society how can we make things better 
and you know you know i saw a lot of people saying you know people like oh we're going to pass these laws to make you know these crimes more punishable and blah 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 and more severe sentences and blah 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 mm. and you know i saw arguments saying that you know carceral feminism isn't the answer and you know like these things this called mm. like yeah. punitive yeah. like it doesn't have a preventative like they're all to do if you know what happens after how do we prevent mm. it and like it just left me yeah. like what do we actually do like how do you how do you change a world where you know from like the second a child a girl can speak you are you know coaching her mm. on how to not die <laughs> in this world you know how do you yeah. change that like I was I was actually just like I couldn't think I like <laughs> I literally googled like what can we do to save women <laughs> like I didn't know where to go um, I need to find some resources oh my god you're such like, a good ally <laughs> right <laughs> pat on the back please where's my baby king <laughs> so, yeah I, I was just like I, I just I just yeah yeah it, like everything just seems so fucked and like I don't know mm. where yeah where. yeah yeah I it would just require like a massive overhaul in mm. terms of how we do everything and how we everything. educate people and mm-hmm. you know yeah. socialize them and raise them and yeah. the values we instill in them mm. and where we focus yeah. certain energies and that's just not yeah. gonna happen like yeah yeah at the end of the day like yeah like it's a fundamental like it's a core thing that needs to be changed as opposed to like you know cosmetic little tweaks on the outside which doesn't fix like the gaping hole that's like there so complete overhaul like we would have to completely change the way in which we view women in this world and yeah and like you know (laughs) the steps that we're making you know it's like it ain't happening baby ain't happening Mm. But um, I just wanted to just say quickly, just on mm-hmm. that, um, mm-hmm. first thing, um, this is also, you know, even more kind of poignant and painful because it's, you know, within the context of the already kind of big uptick in uh, crimes and like hate crimes mm-hmm. against Asian folks, um, particularly since COVID. Um, obviously, you know, you've got individuals like trump and other people calling it the china virus and yeah Mm. there has been like quite a large uptick in Mm. anti-asian attacks uh in the u.s but yeah it's also been happening here and so obviously Mm. this attack happened has happened within Mm. kind of that wider wider framework and just in terms of this like incident generally obviously like it's horrendous and like my thoughts are with you know, members of the Asian community um, during this time. I, well, for one, yeah, I would say like in terms of what other people can do, definitely like uplift and, you know, support Asian voices right now who are like speaking up, share resources, donate, mm-hmm. um, you know, follow people who are like talking to things, all that stuff. Um, I think the advocacy group Stop AAPI Hate um, mm-hmm. also some good people to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, I say don't be an idiot. Um, I'm speaking to, like, I didn't see this, well, I didn't see this on my Mm. timeline, but I saw some people interacting with it. And I know it's not like a massively widespread thing, but Mm -hmm. it is there in terms of black people who say things like, oh, you know, um, there's anti-blackness in the Asian community and why do we need to be the ones to speak up for everyone and Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Bro, like anti-blackness is everywhere. Yes, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't like 
mean we should ignore injustice and like mm-hmm. be absolute pricks and mm. there you know i mean there is something to be said about again i'm talking about certain people who mm. will see things happen to members of their community and mm-hmm. then call upon the black community to speak up and do something I'm like oh but like if it was blm you'd say something and etc yeah. etc so there is something mm-hmm. to be said about you know being everyone's like pack mule and like mm-hmm. being the voice for everyone i get that mm-hmm. but this is very different and i don't mm-hmm. think you should be making a political point of not supporting this community during this time yeah because of a few people who might you know be ignorant or you know anti-black yeah. and and there's ignorance know, the everywhere the, yeah. you know like, yeah yeah you know, it's, yeah it's the same thing and that there there may be some black people who you know felt very obviously very strongly about black lives matter and then about this they haven't felt as strongly like it's you know it's yeah. no one's immune from no community is like immune from some people having just some fucked up like perspectives yeah. and ideas about you know different people's yeah. issues yeah and yeah at the end of the day like white supremacy is the main <laughs> is the main force we should be you know yeah. combating and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i i mm. dislike using the term people of color but we need to like coalition like that's how we do things i think we should yeah. you know respect each other and our different experiences and acknowledge these different experiences yeah. while at the yeah, same time yeah, coalescing yeah. and coming together to fight this greater yeah issue there are commonalities yeah. in our experience yeah for sure yeah for sure. Mm. Um, and then just super last thing to politicians and media heads and celebrities who keep saying this line, this is not America. It is like, please stop, <laughs> please stop. It's embarrassing. <laughs> and it's like, it's insulting mm. to the rest of us. Mm-hmm. It's been America. <laughs> like, it's be- it, bro, it, inception, it from what, inception. America, America. <laughs> bro. Like, yeah, this is like, <laughs> literally, there's not even any like, you know, like clever, you know, comeback. It's literally just like, no, it is It is, America. we see it, it's like, there. <laughs> like this, this is literally yeah. no, like we 4K, we can see you. Like yeah. <laughs> this this country that was built on rape and pillage and slavery and genocide, mm-hmm. like it's embedded yeah. in that country and these things still have like historical legacies to this mm-hmm. day. Um, mm-hmm. so please just stop. I mean, I understand that, like, you know, yeah. as a politician you can't be saying like, Oh, this country's trash. I get it, but yeah. at the same time it's incredibly jarring and it just feels very dismissive mm-hmm. when people have been screaming yeah, for fucking decades that this country yeah. is moving mad constantly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm please um but yeah no that's that's me um for today okay um i have a few things um where should i start okay i think i will start with tv as i usually do Mm -hmm. so um yeah i've been watching trigonometry haven't quite finished yet but i fucking love that show like it is equal parts (laughs) like drama comedy romance like i i just get so much like fulfillment from it like <laughs> it fulfilled so many different needs I enjoy it. so i'm fucking loving I it and it. yeah I, I saw that episode where you know the white guy goes like yo 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah that killed me also because it was so unnecessary like they'd already got the introductions out of yeah. the way <laughs> yeah he just... it was he was doing the most he was doing the most but um yeah let's let's get into drag race girls so <laughs> 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 I haven't watched it, but I know who won because somebody who was very loud about spoilers last episode decided to tweet um, 
fresh, fresh. It was same same night and everything. Didn't give the girls a chance. Like just just said it out loud. So I was like, okay, that's fun. Um, maybe I'll get to it. I do apologize. That's fine. That's fine. My eyes. Um, what I will say though is, you need to stay safe in these streets, okay? Because me personally, Why? well, you know, stay safe in these streets. If you know it's drug race finale, what's your what's your ass doing on Twitter? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean to be honest, I don't care that much. I was just like, I was just gonna watch yeah. it for for yeah. Vance, but yeah, yeah, it's fine. But um, we, we'll get there. But um, <laughs> I mean, freaking. So yeah, where where would we did we get up to? So yeah, Ellie Diamonds in. I think Ahura's just gone home. So yeah, and then Lawrence Cheney is still fucking going on about. <laughs> How you betrayed me and you're playing games, blah blah blah. I was, so, I was like, this guy is actually pissing me off. I'm actually getting mad now. The fact that it carried um, into two episodes, I was like, right, let it go. Right? He would not let it go, and it just cracked me up how like taste was just like, mate, a whore is probably home getting dick down right now. Yeah, like, that killed me. <laughs> that killed me. Um, another thing that made me smile was um they were doing like the beastenders challenge yeah and they walk in and michelle goes hello tree calls and <laughs> i just felt vindicated because i gave tree call yeah, um, yeah, yeah as a pet name to our list the letter like the week before <laughs> and s shaded me like okay tree call. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and michelle right. came to my defense so shout out to you michelle oh michelle um, <laughs> got me <laughs> Uh, taste sorry honey but that was not panto at all and you did deserve to be in the bottom too it wasn't but you did deserve to win that um, lip sync battle and I don't know like they should have just sent Ellie home at that episode I don't know why they kept what her. information does Ellie Diamond have on Ray, Ripple because Ray. I was I was shocked <laughs> I was shocked like I mean, Rue's just been moving a bit mad this whole season. Yeah, like, I was actually watching it on the tube, like, um, <laughs> the episode. <laughs> and when, oh. when he said, Shantae, you both stay. Like, I literally I had a feeling, I was like, it's going to be a double save. And banged my head <laughs> on the window. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Like, people looked at me. But I couldn't believe it. Um, uh, and you see, and this is why... <laughs> I don't like spoilers because those moments they don't happen. So yeah, I feel your pain, <laughs> Ez. <laughs> then I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, spoilers throughout now <laughs> for the finale. <laughs> what the fuck was Ellie Diamond wearing in that last episode? My goodness, she looked like Google she it, skinned yeah. that big monster from Monsters Inc. Like that is all I've got to say. <laughs> it was the most hideous what? top I've ever seen. Like this weird hoodie. Not hideous. Like it was like fluffy hoodie. Like, I, I can't even describe it. Oh, oh. Right? Oh, right? No. Right? What the it looks like that? she sewed on the arms of a costume to a hoodie and then got LED <laughs> embroidered on the back. It was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen. Like, why is she trying to. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellie. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to come for you. But you, you can't cover up. Your lack of personality with very bad clothes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then you wore it mm. with just some pink t-shirt and black skinny jeans. And you're 21. You're Gen Z. What are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
So yeah, uh, that was hideous. Then she wore those weird like bungaroos. <laughs> so yeah, nah, they dragged her for that. I'm glad Michelle and Rue finally shaded um, Lawrence Cheney for his fucking <laughs> whatever the fuck that is on top of his head. <laughs> like it, it's like roadkill. But they they were literally just like, ooh, like Michelle was just like, wow, you have like a lot of hairline. <laughs> and Rue, like, you know, Lawrence was just like explaining his hair. And you're like how Rue would just be like, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad they finally spoke about it because honestly, it was, um yeah, it was weird. <laughs> and there was a lot oh of shit gosh. in that episode. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, my freaking goodness. So, I mean, yeah, sorry, about the the spoiler <laughs> hmm. Hmm. but literally when they announced who won i i literally went lawrence fucking cheney <laughs> i think that's what i tweeted i think that was the spoiler yeah that was that was precisely the tweet i was like oh okay <laughs> i couldn't believe hmm. it because he looked terrible like she looked terrible at the very end um bimini was the outright winner okay like tasted what she did, what mm. she would like. She just wore a bodysuit. It wasn't, you know. But Bim- <laughs> Bimini, my goodness, oh, I loved it. She, like, from like you know coming back from lockdown, she's just been hitting, 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 hitting. Yeah. And in on many mark, ways, I kind of got like I was a bit like, okay, over it. Like, yeah, Bimini's gonna win. Blah blah blah. What a waste of an episode. But then when she didn't win, I was like, robbed. <laughs> she's been robbed. <laughs> like I was livid. <laughs> And like, what I will say though, that I like, <laughs> what I enjoyed though was that I did not see that coming at all. Like, it Neither spun me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just taking the piss. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It spun me, and that is crazy. I will though. say though, it was kind of brilliant <laughs> because, like I said. It wasn't spoiled for me. So I got the true shock of it and it blew my mind. And, you know, like, I just want to feel something, you know, when I watch TV and I felt something that day. I felt outraged. But you know what? Bimini and Tace will be performing for the rest of their lives. They will mm. be, you know, um. <laughs> they'll be tearing up in heaven, G.A.Y., Dawson Superstore, like all the gay things. And all the like um, normal, pff, normal. <laughs> Come on, heteronormative the, framework. Let's go. <laughs> all the straight places too. I'm sure. So they will have a, an, an illustrious career. I'm, I have no doubt about it. Um, so you know, maybe Lawrence Cheney needed it more. But Damn, in a charity case, you are man. Dragging. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but like it was just bullshit. I don't know. Maybe Rue was trying to seem cultured. Like, ooh, I chose the Scottish person. <laughs> I don't know. But Maybe that's why they kept Ellie Diamond. Yeah, in, so. I, I was very disappointed. And then uh, two more things. <laughs> First thing, I mean, I, I'm going to drag my clinic again. I'm going to do it. My GUM. Because... I need to get tested, actually. They keep messing me around. They keep messing me around. So... I go to the clinic for my little checkup, as I do. And, you know, get everything done, get my bloods done, get all the swabs done, uh, get my prep, my sweeties, and I'm on my way home. And like, I'm walking for like 10 minutes. And then 
I get a phone call mm. from like, you know, a London number. And <laughs> I just knew it was them. I just knew it. <laughs> and I didn't even have time to like pray. <laughs> I just went, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. I called his name three times. That's it. And, you know, I, I answered the phone. I'm like, hello. And they're like, you know, oh, is, is this Bernie? I'm like, yeah speaking they're like hi um and i'm like god because <laughs> i'm sorry if it's nothing like if it's nothing you just call it you're just like oh by the way nothing to worry yeah. about but you know blah, blah 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 but they're like you know really like you know bringing me into the conversation like okay so, so yeah we've just had a look at you know blah 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 mm. i'm like oh my god no 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 <laughs> And then they like go, oh, up. it just seems as if you're not, you know, up to date with your Hep B um, vaccination. And I was like, whew. But I'm also like, why the fuck? They call <laughs> like, you. don't call me like that and not, you know, tell me everything's okay straight away. Because <laughs> I got scared. Like, I ain't even been taking risks in the streets like that, but still, <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> and as well, my Hep B vaccination is up to date. So I don't know why they're saying that. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like, I don't know. This is the last straw. Like, I think I'm gonna have to find a new clinic because they keep messing me around, man. <laughs> keep messing with me. Uh, but yeah. And final thing. Um, I think last episode I mentioned about um my date at the exhibit um the masculinities oh, exhibition. Yeah, yeah. And a listener, you know, they were quite intrigued and they asked about the date. And I shared it with them and you know, I was like, this is, this is quite a funny story. So I mean, well, not to say it up. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, you know, I, I might share it with you now. So um I mean I'm just gonna read the DMs because I've already written it out, so it'll be easier. <laughs> okay, so basically here's a story. I went on a date with this guy to the exhibition. And to be fair, it was like one of the best dates I've ever been on in terms of like the actual activity we were doing. Like, oh, oh yeah, it was nice, but <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the exhibition was lit. Yeah. I loved it, um, and it was just great to like bounce ideas off of each other and stuff. Um, and then we went to like the conservatory afterwards, which is very cute, and had a couple of drinks, which is cute. And then I was like, so. Tell me about your wife. Stop. <laughs> because... Oh, yeah, I remember now. I was trying to remember which nigga was yeah, this. Yeah, yep, yeah, It's come back to me. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. So this guy was um, bi and he was polyamorous and like legit married. <laughs> <laughs> but he did advertise this in his bio. So, you know, I knew. Didn't care. <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically they were childhood sweethearts, loved each other. Um, and they really only got married for like the financial benefits. I mean, love this England. Um, and yeah, I just thought, you know what, cool. So, you know, I was like, asking them questions about how their relationship worked out, you know, and like, he was like, oh, actually it works really well. We like, you know, introduce each other to like each other's partners. So like, he'll be like, oh yeah, I'm really good friends with like my wife's girlfriend. <laughs> so I was like, well, this is crazy. Wow. And then, you know, me, the you know, ever the greedy bisexual, I was like, you know, oh, cool. Um, do you guys ever, you know, <laughs> play together? <laughs> and he was just like, no, <laughs> that'd be weird. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be weird, that'd be weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, um, it was a very nice day, you know, we had cuddles, but wasn't for me, wasn't for me. But um, yeah, 
very quick story, but uh, that's that's how it was. That was my my date with the um the married man. Um, I felt a bit weird about it. I was like, oh my gosh, mm. like am I? Does this mean like the other woman? You know, like <laughs> this is very weird. But you know, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, that was the story, and uh, that's me done for sound off. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no polyamorous. Actually, no, I'm not going to talk too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to shade you. I look at you getting being messy, and then <laughs> oh, yeah. like I literally didn't do the. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, thank you for that. That was fun. Um, trip down memory lane. Um, but awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's us and Sandov, and that's us on the show. So um, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, as uh, as said before, if you would like to get in contact, um, feel free to email us at deardownlow at gmail.com. Um, socials, you can find us at deardownlow. Um, you can find me at just S, just with two Ts, underscore S. And you can find me at Bernia Bambi. And shout out to our emerging artists this week, uh, Meron T and Seiji. So yeah, do go and check out her track daily and show her some love. Yes, sir. All right, folks, uh, we shall see you in a couple of weeks. Um, stay safe. <laughs> see ya. Okay. Three, two, one.